We'd like to apologize for the sound quality issues that occur near the beginning of this week's episode. This was an unfortunate side effect of us transitioning our hardware back to our main broadcast rig from our temporary emergency backup rig. The issues do resolve themselves shortly into the episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy this week's episode of Casually Hardcore. Stalling because Grail is not near, and I'm Grail. Do not panic. The casuals who apparently are unprepared for airtime have taken over the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Productions, btwproductions.com. Tangent alert for. Sunday, the 7th of March, 2010. This is Casually Hardcore. And we are back on the main broadcast rig. Oh my god. As you can probably tell from the lack of 60 hertz hum in the background, pop and crackle, and general purpose weirdness. Yes, thanks to uh, the generosity of our listeners and uh, timely donations and... We would have had it last weekend if Dell had a clue and met their promised ship dates. But I'm not bitter. We are back on the main broadcast rig. You can't be bitter. We have drop-ins. We have drop-ins. Drop-ins. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I'm, I'm so resisting. It's going crazy and it's going down. The Oh, hell, I'm going to do it anyway. Tyron, are you stupid? <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> I reject. Oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> and I'm spent. Oh. And apparently you are spent. My goodness. <sighs> that is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So um, we haven't received and we haven't been able to find any suitable Barry White drop-ins to announce uh, the presence of Barry VA in the IRC channel. So we'll just settle on this for now. Excuse me. Good enough. <laughs> Our IRC rep. Thank you. Thank you. Excuse me. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. The Barry Von Awesome in the IRC channel. What is the IRC channel, you ask? Internet Relay Chat is how we communicate with listeners live during our shows. You're not listening live? You probably should because it has a fun factor greater than merely listening to the podcast. So if you can join us at, oh, what is it right now? 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sundays, uh, live at vtwproductions.com. You can just click on the Listen Now. If the Listen Now doesn't work, i got some test players in the lower right-hand corner that will work on your machine come hell or high water. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, let me say that even if you can't listen live, you can still download and email us at... The show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com. All and one Grail word, is all making spiel face. No. Got to get the spiel out there. We have to burn a little bit of tangent time getting all the new spiel out. You can find us there. Okay. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us everywhere. We are everywhere. We are, we are all up in your internets. Not touching that. Uh, <laughs> I. How far up in your internets are we? That's <laughs> not. Don't, don't respond. Don't. Ew. Don't, don't, don't. No, 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 no. Wrong, bad. Cool. Our listenership just went up. Uh, hey, do that some more. 
The levels on the mics are so apparently a little low. Yep, IRC is claiming lowness. Hmm. See, this is me trying not to blow. Your ears runs away. Okay, I've adjusted them upwards. Party, by Yay! Way. We still do hold an in-game party. We are at the Brewfest Field outside of Ironforge so that people can come and bring their characters of all levels. Yeah. Oh, yes. So we did have a couple of hordies here last week. It was pretty cool. Nice. Very nice. Um, oh, yes, it's hordies. very nice. Well, I hate hordies right now. They slaughtered <laughs> me trying to get the elders last night. Oh, they slaughtered you? It's a pack of 20 in Ogremir. They just kept killing me. It took me four deaths to get there. Well, I mean, you were in Ogremar. Well, yeah, so... <laughs> just kind of one of those things you, you know. <laughs> These things happen. Okay, I don't so kill them when they come into Gnome and Io sound okay. Doxa and Grail sound quiet, is, is how Boba Fetish feeds it out. I live in the land that says, uh, well, I have what I describe as cell phone voice, kind of semi-permanently. Lecture voice. Lecture voice, Talking yes. to the person in the back of the room. Yes, as if we were face-to-face. Um... I hope okay. that's better. And yeah, <laughs> I got distracted and, by the, and, and, and scene. Yeah, got distracted by the gray void. Sorry. So, uh, if you VA take a look, says the drop-ins are way louder than the mics. So there we go. We're diagnosing. We're done diagnosing now. Well, it's we'll it's a new old it. rig back in action. Yep. yep. Ready yeah, I did roll. tweak the heck out of the mixing oh. board to try and make it work with the temporary. Although I will yeah. say, I did something fun today. I haven't done. Something that was that kind of fun in a while. About eight years, actually. Yeah, and before that, it was five <laughs> before that since I'd had the prior version of it. Um, I went and, and did the baby registry today. Yep. That's awesome. And there is nothing like wandering around a giant store with a barcode scanner and pretending like you have a bottomless po- pocketbook. Mm-hmm. Just going, I want that, and that, and that, and that, and that, and that, and that. I finished at something like 183 items. Give stuff, Plicks. Sweet. It was really funny. So, um, and of course, the prior version was when uh, we were having Nemesis. But then before that, we had the version of when we were getting married. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's big that's stuff, awesome. Plicks. You have yes, all of that. Exactly. Yeah. Marriage yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> For that one. Yeah. I'm getting married. Give me stuff. Fat loots. Purple prickles. Pixels. Bring it on. Exactly. Excellent. Now, if you will go to... The front page of uh, vtwproductions.com and refresh, you will see that we have a show badge now, courtesy of Jay from the Versus the World forums. Nice. nice and I think this is probably, oh my God, it's Jay? Um, not sure if that's the same. I know there's an OMG, it's Jay in the IRC. It just, it just goes under the name Jay on the OMG, forums. OMG, it's Jay. Okay, well. Oh my I don't God, know. it's Jay! It's Jay! Uh, so they could be the same person, don't know, but I know just his forum personality Should Oz just is... put his nose someplace yeah. uncomfortable, Doxa? Because <laughs> that expression was pretty priceless. <laughs> no, I, I thought he almost pulled the, um, ah. the cord out. She sat up straight in her chair and went, Big <gasps> <laughs> 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 no, gasp. Wet so, dog nose. Same person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At least yeah. so, in his signature tag, it's the same. OMGHJ yeah. uh, yeah. created some show backgrounds, which are available in the photo section of the main website. And also the show badges, and we worked out the programming code to make it to actually work when the shows are on. Woo-hoo! So you can actually Yay! go to the front page and say, hey, there's a show on because the VTW Classics badge is not up. Right. Either that or a host forgot to take his badge down. But that would never happen. <laughs> that would, no, it never, never happened all the time over at WoW Radio. It'll never happen all the time over here either. <laughs> Dang Skippy. You damn Skippy. I like it. Woo-hoo! It's kind of, you know, 
casual but not with the blood behind it. It's uh-huh. cool. I like it. Yeah. 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 Curs- cursive over blood spatter. It's yeah. casually. Well, no. It's <laughs> neon cursive <laughs> over blood spatter. <laughs> It's like the casually yep. should be flickering a little. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Very film noir. Yeah. yeah. It's got definitely exactly. got some noir going on there. Um, That's pretty funny. So something we talked about a little bit le- last week was that uh, forum post that we had about your geek cred. Yep. My new geek cred is the fact we do a show on a network that now has a show for Unix gaming. Yeah, yes. baby. <laughs> How cool is that? That is about as geeky as you can get. <laughs> And I actually Aside love from Admiral Ackbar. Yeah, there, <laughs> yes. um, yeah, there is a new show coming, and they actually have some blog posts up already from Mike D, our new staff member, who will be doing a show called SU Gaming. And if you understand what the SU stands for, you already have a little Linux geek cred right there. Uh, <laughs> the XKCD um, comic that got posted in that thread is fairly epic. Make me a sandwich. Make your own damn sandwich. <laughs> Sudo, make me a sandwich. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Just look up super user and you'll understand what we're talking about. <laughs> it's admin. That would be what the SU stands for. Yes. Super user. Super user. Do. Yep. Do I mm-hmm. say unto you, do it. It's make just me a like, sandwich. It's like, make it so. Make it so. <laughs> I have spoken. I have spoken. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the sort of thing. And then, then we just start giggling. So, you know, the dad says, Emperor, I have spoken. Cool. <laughs> your jets. We will get to your new show before we're done. <laughs> Deep <laughs> breaths. One show at a Deep time. Deep breaths. <laughs> Emperor like, has is, a this, new is, show? This, is this oh, natural 20 or 2040? Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah, 20, let's talk about 2040 next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Versus Emperor's Court. 2014. Okay. Okay. Right. New so, show. Other than well, other let's, than let's finish talking Linux. about Linux yes. gaming. Yes. It's coming. Su gaming. You can go to the website. The site's already ready. There's already blog posts up, and there's a forum for it. Very cool. Super also geeky. coming oh. soon to Versus the World Productions. <laughs> Emperor's trying <laughs> little wow with a little arrow that says my um butt, but not that way, and then it says kisses. That ask, look like ask, a ask the art for the win. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He drew something that didn't look like a butt. No, it did look like exactly like a butt. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyways. Butt is better than something else he could have drawn. Yeah. So, Don't um, tempt the man. <laughs> I'm not in IRC, so I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll screenshot it and enlarge it. Yeah. So. The other new awesome, super awesome show. Coming this coming Friday. Yes. Uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, a co-creation of Emperor 1G and Total Biscuit, who you may remember from the WoW Radio days, called Shoutcraft, which will be esports commentary starting with games of StarCraft II with an eye towards all kinds of real-time strategy game commentary in the not-distant future. Yeah, and if you want to know why it's going to be awesome, do we remember what awards these two won last year? Let's see. Um, Blizzard had this little contest for doing live commentary for an arena match. Mm-hmm. So they posted an arena video and said, send us your esports commentary for this match. They did it by regions. They did it by regions. So there was the EU version yep. and the US version. And Total Biscuit submitted for the EU region and Emperor submitted for the US region. 
And despite the fact that Blizzard has never, ever posted any kind of official announcement of this, the large package, including the 30-inch Dell monitor that each of them got and the letter of congratulations you've won that they got, tells us that they were each the grand champions of their particular regions. So two champions. Wow. Not one, but, but two, two Jawmanga champions, <laughs> yes. Mm. We'll be joining forces, and I just can't wait to see the sparks fly off of the grating egos. It's going to be <laughs> freaking epic. Two of the most <laughs> strong personalities I have ever encountered, uh, you know, air quotes, strong personalities I've ever encountered in shoutcasting and podcasting since I got into this, and they're going to do a show together. Beta keys. Don't forget beta keys. Emperor's already getting on your case for that. I'll Crap. get to it. Who's giving you the beta key, Emperor? Boomwise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. It's not my beta key, right? It's not your beta key, dear. Okay, because I will TV have to kill you. TV is your sidekick. You know that they, they haven't released the Mac client yet, right? I know. That's why I'm not screaming, but okay. I would kill you if you gave away my beta key. Be calm. We have a spare. I've seen you play. You, you know, she's got a good chance of taking you. I've <laughs> 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 seen you play? Ow! Okay. Like, What's this this Karen do? Oh my god, Zerg everywhere. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what does this do? Ah! I hate you all so bloody much. <laughs> oh, it hurts, it hurts. <laughs> oh, it burns, it burns, yes. That's okay, I watched over his shoulder as he played Team Fortress 2 the other night. So, I gotta get yeah. on I missed it last night. Unfortunately, we had a raid, but there was a... Actually, starts next week. Oh, it's the next week? Okay, good. Yeah, okay. He, no, he was playing with, and I quote, some random bunch of jokers. <laughs> was jokers really part of that quote? Anyway, um, there might have been words in between. Yeah, there were, there were, yeah, there were words in there. Yes. Nice. Um, <sighs> yes, yeah. I have been <laughs> dusting off my very atrophied gaming skills because I've been playing WoW and pretty much nothing but WoW since launch, more or less, uh, with very few breaks. Five years, five plus years. Something like wow. that. So I've been uh, re-engaging with Team Fortress 2 and, of course, playing the StarCraft 2 bit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what StarCraft was about. Okay, I heard Don't, spill, yeah. the, don't spill that beer on your keyboard. No, oh, that's I, right. That's him. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, Grail. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Who has the sippy cup? Uh, bring out no the sippy cup. No one has the sippy cup. <laughs> so, to... I'll make it up to you later, baby. <laughs> I will explain. Mm. No, there is too much. I will sum up. Okay. To sum up, lots of exciting things happening on Versus the World Radio. This thing's happening all over the place. Yes, we have an incredibly active forum community. Oh, my God. Almost uh, too active, you <laughs> <I> say. <laughs> you all need to not forums. post anything for three days. It makes me very sad when I miss, like, two days of looking at the forums and I come back to four pages of unread posts. It's like, oh. <laughs> you really need to pick your topics to follow. It's, it's getting harder and yeah. harder to... There's lots of very different... Uh, I don't want to say camps, but uh, topics that certain people are very interested in, very active in. So yep. you just go where it interests you. And you don't necessarily have to read every single thread and every single topic because that's pretty daunting. But there's an days. achievement for that if you do. <laughs> serious. I hate you. <laughs> now I have to go do it. We need form achievements. Bling! <laughs> we do. Well, there, and there's some baseline achievements. There's number of posts get you different titles. Yeah, I know. Novice, I'm like monk. junior or something now. No, I, I actually I mm. mirrored. I changed that, and they now mirror the donator levels on Octane and Hordek versus the world. Oh, cool! So it's novice, monk, um, vassal, uh, baron, depending on 
and you know. Can I be like a queen? You're already a global moderator. I guess I can change the name of global moderator to Queen Daxa. Queen B. <laughs> but then the other global mod- moderators, like Barry VA, would have the title of Queen. I don't think which he I wants guess is strangely accurate. So. Queen Barry. I don't see the Where's problem. Where's our That's downside awesome. here? Where's yeah. <laughs> the downside to this? Never mind. All right. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I I mean, we could make you go with Princess, which would be even funnier. Princess No Pants. Princess Barry. Princess Barry. Well, isn't that Doxa's last name? Doxa No Pants. <laughs> I know. We're, Grail and I are drinking. Because uh, we know that Grail is Grail No Pants. Fine frothing mugs of uh, Sans Pants Ale. Sans Pants Ale. Oh yeah. Mm. Get it at your local. Gnomewise house. house. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the only oh. place that's available. Oh, here for the win. Oh, and I can't enjoy it. It makes me sad. Probably a little bitter for your taste. This is a very hoppy creation, this one was. I think what we do is after this one's born, we actually um, bottle some wine and let it age and do like five or ten bottles. And by the time we get to age 13, when she really drives us to drink... It'll be ready. Exactly. And my new boyfriend, who's five foot seven and has an eight pack. Quote from a thirteen-year-old friend, <laughs> girlfriend of ours. <laughs> wow. Oh God, I just about died. Has an eight pack. I counted them. I counted with that little tilt to her head. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> wow. Oh, I cannot okay. wait till your dad gets home. Speaking of eight packs, okay, one of us who ha- probably hasn't worked out, and I'd say over two years, maybe be like a real good. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I guess several of us decided um, that she was going to go with um, one of her friends from work to boot camp this Tuesday or last Thursday. Last Thursday. Last Thursday. Yeah. Um, And I spent the entire day upstairs because I couldn't walk down the stairs afterwards. (laughs) It was was like, ow, oh, ow. Honey, could you go get me a (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. It was horrible. Well, you know, I did... I get the the uh, this whole experience has been one large complaining festival for me, <laughs> and I feel bad for for Gnome because poor Gnome has just it 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 is all of the it has become all of the stuff that your mother warned you about or that every your 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 drinking buddies warned you about. It's like. <sighs> Oh, no. I realized. Uh, the okay. miracle of creation. No. <laughs> I realized as I'm standing, wait, listen to the cliche. As I am standing barefoot and pregnant in my own kitchen. Witnessed. And my <laughs> husband comes walking in and looks me up and down and goes, you should probably go lay down. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any ankles anymore. <laughs> I have reached the stage. Where the swelling is coming into play. It's so horrific. Oh. And it, but it is. It's just one big, long complaining festival at this point. And I feel bad for him. It'll be Nothing to say soon. except... Yeah. Sort of. So I'm publicly apologizing for being a the whiner. Final stretch now? Yeah. Final trimester? Well, I'm in the last trimester now. Yeah. I know. Look at his eyes. It's like, oh, please, God. <laughs> you know, then with his luck, though, I'll get this massive, you know, postpartum or something. For the love of God, don't tempt fate. (laughs) What is wrong with you? (laughs) What is wrong with you people? Anyway, we received another wonderful art submission. Oh, my God. Uh, Really cool. Harpless, Harpless, I'm not sure if that's the correct pronunciation, sent us an album cover style uh, 
It's available on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. You can access the Facebook page by going to vtwproductions.com under Casually Hardcore, and on the right it says, hey, here's our Facebook page. Yes. Or you can just search in Facebook for Casually Space Hardcore, and you'll find us there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it is Facebook is quite active, like our forum, so you're oh, going to have yeah. to go down a little bit, because this was three days ago, and you know, that's... You know, <laughs> too, too long. <laughs> that's yeah. so current. long ago, but yeah, she is awesome. It was a very entertaining and close, frighteningly close to reality. Yeah. <laughs> the one comment is, oh. what the heck happened to Gwen? Why is he, like, strapped <laughs> up? <laughs> Electrode feed into a giant <laughs> sippy cup. Yeah. I don't understand. Everything else, you're like, okay, but, like, oh, poor Gwen. Gave his life for a sippy cup. <laughs> so Gwen is the poor sap strapped down, being infused by whatever is in the radioactive sippy cup? That's a raw deal. Yep. Yeah. He's going to slay... All, All of, of us. It's actually, yeah. one, of, one of the comments everyone was like, will... yeah, I would slay everyone if I was you too, Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> With friends like us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. My favorite bit is, is Nemesis and the dog, you know, perched above us. Just watching. Just waiting to pounce. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's so close to reality. Yeah, except the dog is still larger than Nemesis. Yeah. That wasn't, uh, quite, that wasn't quite to scale. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Awesome, it was, it was from a few months ago. Or... Yeah. True. Yeah. Six months ago. A moment frozen in time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quick tangent here, since this is the tangent section from Pusar in the IRC. Shout out to Old Man Lee on Agile Narub for spawning. Now he just needs to teach his girl to play, get two more kids, then he can run heroics on his own. You lost me. They had a kid. Oh! oh. Right. Old Man Lee spawning. Nice. Spawn a kid. Gotcha. Teach the girl the, the new daughter to play, get two more kids, and between them all, they, they got on her party. Sweet. Yeah. So, grats to you, and grats. shout out, so given. Because that's, you know, it's what we need. If you can't actually find teammates, make your own. That's right. <laughs> build your own team. Funny, that's a Blizzard's. Build, build a hockey team? <laughs> that's their, you know, business model. <laughs> they just keep having kids, we'll get more subscriptions. More subscriptions. <laughs> oh that could work. Profit. Yep. <laughs> Step three, profit. Yeah. We need more profit. More profit. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, C.D. Piteski in the IRC has linked a direct link to the art. Beautiful. In the IRC. Thank you. I'm not going to try and pronounce your name again. <laughs> <laughs> he is instead going to take a swallow well of his beer. Klaatu, Rana, I said the words. <laughs> <laughs> said something close to the words, anyway. More or less. Oh, oh my god, too geez. funny. So I, I know we're in the tangent section. So I had this little tangent that I wanted to get over Hit out tangent. there, which was I was reading some news out there on iPhone apps, and one of the new iPhone apps is—I don't know if this is the actual name of it, but I believe it's called iToke. And it's actually an app to allow you to find medicinal, like legal medicinal weed vendors in uh, California. I would My think. weed! Like, Which actually, still aren't legal, but okay. Well, as legal as it gets. I mean, hey. <laughs> I would, to me, that's like, wow. That's quite the leap. leap for our technology now to even get to that point. I mean, eventually you wonder if there's going to be like an underground culture that says, here's where you can find other vendors uh-huh. of self-medicating variety. 
it, it'll be a, um, I'm sure it already is out there at some point, and then it's just a matter of all the law enforcement agencies Shutting pretending to be those people and chasing through yeah. the leads but to nail everybody down. So it's, it's just realm, one though. great, yeah. great circle of escalation. Which you know? we, I mean, we've been talking we'll about spend X billion about We'll spend X billion on drug control and won't win. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's But we'll this, make $2 billion selling the app. But it's too. It's it. It's too. You already know my opinions on that. We're not no. going into politics. Nope. No, I just like I said. It, to me, it's oh, just an interesting. News just named it. I dealer. I dealer. I dealer. No, that might actually be the name. I, it was something along those lines. I, I score. Weed, I toke something. I dealer. So. I dealer. Yeah. Awesome. That's, Yikes. Wow. I mean, kudos to the the makers of that. That's an interesting. Way of going with uh, innovative, I think, is the name yeah. the word innovative. we're looking for. Very cool. Innovative. Now you had a uh, comment in our notes about Jeez. something happening with the new pricing of the Xbox 360. Oh no! Um, one of the other things coming out, just from a gaming perspective, is the fact <laughs> that it looks like the Xbox is actually going to release a hard drive that is almost within range of price that you would, could buy any external hard drive for. For the longest time, they've been selling a 60-gig hard drive for just a over $100. Of money, yeah. And it was it. the only one that would work properly. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, it has a FireWire port on it, but for it to actually work with you the, can, Xbox. You, the Xbox, you have to get their speci- uh, specific hard drive. But now they're actually coming out with a large-size hard drive for like gig. 129 which is relatively in line with where you can get external, like you know, Western Digital hard drive. I'm sure you can get a larger scale for that same. I can get money. over a terabyte for ninety nine ninety nine. Really? So, now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, it's an improvement in my mind. It's better than sixty. <laughs> and yeah, I can get over a terabyte. He says mine is bigger than yours. Yeah. Booyah. Booyah. Um, yeah. But still, I think that's a good advance at least for the Xbox, considering how much they want to work with Netflix, how much they want to stream down and download to your device. It's a nice uh, upgrade for those of us, especially myself, who's still on a 12-gig hard drive. Because I have one of the first generations. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty sad. I get to download one demo. I'm sorry, one dude. One demo only. <laughs> and then I have to delete it. And then download another demo. Don't they have, like, a pill for that? Yeah, it's called spend 100 bucks and get a 60-gig hard drive. There you go. <laughs> um, RIAA declares DRM dead. Yeah. Yeah. Big. Mm-hmm. Real big for them to come out and say that. What exactly did they say? They said it was a failed attempt. It didn't. Uh, it didn't. Ad- it caused more problems than it solved by having uh, that technology. Now it was, it was March first recently, not April first. I recently. know. Pretty yeah. shocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I live in that land of. Um, I like the idea that you can buy. Um, is this live yet? Where you can buy two versions of the song. Or two well, versions of the album. For a long time, yeah, yes. so you can buy. Here's the twelve ninety nine version, or the oh, you know, or the dollar twenty nine version. Dollar twenty nine has it's just an MP three. Ninety nine cent one is still has the DRM. Still has the digital rights management on it, which I like the fact that they just got you know the finger given to them by iTunes when iTunes went that way and said jobs would we, not stand down. We are big enough that screw you people. Here's how it's going to run, and I love the fact that they did that because that's one of the things that. It's like I, I don't walk around handing my music and sending songs around right. to people, but damn it, I want to play it on all of my different devices. Yeah, yeah no, no kidding. You know, it's those. like, so I live in the land of, of you're not, 
I just think that it's the right way to go. And I look the same way. Now we're going to see the same thing. We talked about this a little bit last week with the uh, uh, Kindle and right. some of the publishers going yeah. after Kindle and saying you can't sell our Kindle version of this book for nine so ninety nine cheap. so cheaply. Right. You have to sell it for the same price we were going to sell the hardback. And my answer to that is why? That's why I bought the Kindle. Right. I don't want to pay for the extra hard yeah, I, cover on the book. Right. I don't want to pay extra, for the paper. The paper you use to bake the big yeah. version. Yeah. I, I don't want to pay for the processing and the paper, and the, I want to pay for the book. And yeah, the author still gets royalties, and yeah, this, but guess what? Which is what you want. The entire paper factory isn't running on my book. Now you're going to yell at me because I'm putting people out of work. No, no. not really. Because you've got programmers like, now that are in work. So it just, it's right. just shifting it from shifting one. Shifting the burden. Authors yeah. are still writing. Authors are definitely yep. still writing. They're still editing. Yeah. yeah. Every, most of the, mm-hmm. the pieces are there. And Like anything, you either embrace it or you fight against it. And the and ones that embrace it tend to make out the best. Typically yeah. they have. <laughs> so I can see yeah. Amazon going the same route as, you know, iTunes as did. iTunes and, you saying, know, in, look, yeah. we have... A huge library of these. Amazon is telling and them you're you're out of the library until you come around to our pricing scheme. So why don't you run along to all those other well-established, huge ebook readers that are? Oh wait. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So meet back here next, same time next Monday. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have this conversation again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also on the DRM tip, the uh, Borderlands. <laughs> That sounded really I like, know. <laughs> the DRM tip. <laughs> <laughs> DRM tip. Listen up, homies. Well, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yo we got it. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying DRM tips. Like, like, what do they usually do to us with DRM? <laughs> yeah, like, they do it's poke like, us. Ah. Ouch. In the you naughty were place. Anyways, Borderlands, uh, their new content came out DRM free. Yes, and suddenly their sales shot up. Suddenly they were, and they actually put out really good content. <gasps> I downloaded Ooh. it this week and played through some of it, and it was Yay. a lot of fun. Uh, Secret nice. Harmony. Arm, Armory of General Knox, I believe, is what it's called. But it's the secret uh, armory well of General Knox. Yeah. Okay. Secret okay. armory and Knox. Yeah. I'm going bad places with this. So it's Borderlands. It's it's yeah. Borderlands. Yeah. It's meant to go bad places. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, sh- okay. You shoot lots of midgets in this game. Um, secret armory of General really? Knox. Really? Yeah. And you actually start mm-hmm. off with yes. my favorite. I don't know. Have you played? I yeah, know you right. have it. Have you played it at all? About a quarter of it. Okay. But you get to you meet different uh, NPCs who give you missions. My favorite NPC that you meet is this guy named Skeeter, and he's like the he comes back as your first NPC. His lines are. Is he, is he the the hick? Sitting <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. He Skeeter. is. Uh, How y'all doing today? Yeah. <laughs> and well, it's, you, as you're walking with it, this is his random comments. This is idle chat. Oh, uh, it's great. Corbin uh, crack. He cracks me up. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so that brings us up are against the first break. Crack? Are you smoking crack? Um, <laughs> what? Shouldn't that be the, the new, or do you prefer the classic? Um... Silence! Oh, I see. Ah! My, aim was, my aim was off a little to the left. Let's try. <laughs> nope. nope, slid the other way. And... Are you smoking crack? There we go. Nailed it, baby. There you go. We got Duffins <laughs> back. Oh, yeah. Third time's the charm. If you're interested in providing content to us for these little breaks in the chat like we're about to have, we have our first new submission to play a little later in the show today, our first snack break, and we have another episode of Northrend News as well, which is the one we've had for a while now. From yes. Amelia Overbay Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, please send in your ideas and or demo reels to vtwsubs at gmail.com. 
and we will analyze them and suggest refinements and or they might lead to your very own show like they kind of sort of may have done with SU Gaming. So, if you want to practice with an eye towards having a show or you just like the idea of doing occasional short-form content, this program is for you and we are really interested in hearing from you. That's vtwsubs at gmail.com. Do it now! <laughs> get to the chopper! Get to the chopper! <laughs> yes, exactly. Go, get down. Get down! Get down again! <laughs> In this hand. break, we have... <laughs> what done. is wrong with you people? <laughs> it's a comic. <laughs> I, need, I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. So. <laughs> uh, yes, Terminator. <laughs> give, give me your address there. So, <laughs> we'll be back. Right after a little music from Exorb, this track is called Someone Like You. We'll be back right after Abyss. Hi, I'm a little girl who likes CCGs, and Doc Ted told me to listen to VTWProductions.com. Isn't it great?
Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio with all of us and all of you, and hopefully not blowing your ears off like the music did off at the beginning of the last break. So we're into our actual content section, number one. Woohoo! And Grail is going to tell us the word of the day. Hi. <laughs> you got into the spirit of it. Please have more than a two-word vocabulary. Yeah. Okay. Mm, okay. 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 It's got to be green. green. Got to be green. <laughs> Super green. Super green. So, apparently there's some sexy new WoW patch notes out yeah. there. Yeah, we got new stuff on the uh, public test, test realm uh, that's being obviously tested right now. And some of the biggest news uh, for the PvPers out there is they're implementing the random and the dungeon queuing system for PvP now. Yep. Uh, this will have this will replace your daily PvP quest. Now you'll just be able to queue for a random uh, PvP battle. And doing so will grant you, on top of anything you do in the actual game, bonus honor, and even for your, as the extra reward, much like you get the two frost badges on the PvE side, for the first you get the arena points for, nice. uh, oh. for doing your for winning, but you got to win. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's that catch. Um, Damn. But otherwise, it seems like it's going to work in the same manner. It's only uh, limited right now to level 80s. Uh, it doesn't change any of the experience you were getting from doing Battlegrounds as you progressed up to 80. Uh, they're also removing the marks. No more marks. Everything's going to go and uh, to a just a pure honor or arena point. So system. all the things that cost marks right now. They're going to change them. You're going to be able to turn your marks in if you have them right. to get honor. But, uh, yeah, you're not going to have to worry about collecting so many from that Storm. That I like. Yeah. <laughs> so I was never going to have another PvP mount because I won't do Warsong Gulch. I just... Can't really? I can't do it. <laughs> I just there's like Arathi Basin for me is the one. That's See, just I, like, I find no, no problems at all uh, with, with the capture and hold. Uh, it's the capture the flag, just because a single player, just you have one overgeared person in a Warsaw Gulch. Yeah, and it just tilts it, where you just have the one top tier gear resto druid mm-hmm. and. 
Yeah, they, their team they sits in their base, and the druid goes out, grabs the flag, and walks back. And and unless heel, you have heel, yeah. heel, heel. unless <laughs> you have equally uber geared people DPSing them, they're just going to wander back to their base three times, and the game's over. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't had that so, experience. I have had that experience. <laughs> <laughs> it was memorable. So people want to know if there's no mark system for PVPs, how the heck will I get the rest of my mounts? They're going to change all the things that they have right now. Mm-hmm. That have marks, they're going to convert them into needing honor or a mix of honor and uh, uh, what you call arena points if, okay. if they needed arena points for it. Uh, but yeah, no, according to the patch notes on there, uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. I'm sorry, reading uh, Battlegrounds will no longer have award marks of honor. Players with existing marks of honor can still turn them into the respective faction quest givers, including individual marks for those who may have more marks for one battleground than another. Items with which previously required marks of honor will have their costs adjusted to remove these requirements. So Alrighty. if something only costs 500 honor and, you know, 20 marks from each place, it'll probably now cost, you know, 60,000 honor or whatever. But they'll adjust it upwards so that it's basically yeah. just going to be a pure honor system. Oh, okay. But I am without honor. <sighs> I have like 63,000. You do play a rogue now. I play a mace rogue, and I now have epic maces in both hands. Has Happy epic mace now I too. do. I have. It's what Gutbuster I got, got last night. Yeah, yeah. Future side or not? Future no, side, off uh, the other guy, not Bester? Rotface. Bester guy. Wasn't it Rotface? Might have been Rotface. I don't know. One of the big fatties. Yeah, one of the big fatties, <laughs> pretty much. So, yeah, ten man ICC. Uh, other big news: Color Strathome. You can skip the initial event now. Oh God! <laughs> yes. Yeah. I can start on. playing again. Hmm. Uh, gone. That's great. Thank God. Uh, big news for any, especially those folks out there that are doing a long, strange journey or mm-hmm. long, strange long, strange trip. trip it's been. Uh, Don't remind. You me. can access holiday bosses now via Dungeon Finder. Oh, you could when Yay. the holiday bosses are up. When you they're up, you them. can just queue for them and go at them. Nice. Nice. This is very nice. <laughs> cool. I'll keep me going. And there was much rejoicing. Yes. Uh, So other than that, you just see some general buffs. Um, Says several raid buffs have had their range increased to 100 yards, up from 45 yards. So basically when you're buffing up people, you have a much wider range of catching them with a buff. Yay. Uh, Death Knight changes. Since we don't really have any super Death Knight players here, there is a slew of changes again for them. Making them Which less, just, less heroic with each I, patch. I don't know. There's definitely a lot of changes to all three trees. Um, you have things such as Icy Touch now causing threat, Chains of Ice. Uh, actually, a lot of this sounds pretty good. And Chains of Ice now puts Frost Fever on a target. Um, stacks of Runes of Razor Ice now stacks to five stacks of 2% Frost Vulnerability instead of 10 stacks of 1% Frost Vulnerability. Uh, proc chance changed to 100%. Uh, so they have a lot of changes going on with Death Knights. But Druids, since we have two people that actually play Druids here, yeah. uh, Nature's Grasp now has three charges, up from one. Oh, that's the self-buff okay. where they where they hit you and they get rooted. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. So now you got that. Uh, balance. Starfall. The damage done by the spell has been significantly increased. Yeah, but it still is like the infinite range thing that you never, ever want to cast because it will pull the zone I don't know. <laughs> Starfall <laughs> is an AOE. Yeah. Without a targeting reticle. Oh, really? You just you cast Starfall and it's 
I don't know what the hell its range is, but it's <laughs> always farther than I intended. So it does wonderful damage. It's a great graphic, and here comes the Screaming Horde. Nice. Which I didn't see over the rise, but Starfall did. Ah. <laughs> yeah, okay. cast at your own risk. Let's see. We got Typhoon. Mana cost reduced by or mana cost reduced to 25%, down from 32. Uh, Feral Combat Mangle. This... The debuff from this talent now lasts 60 seconds, up from 12 seconds. Holy crap! <laughs> what is the effect of that? <laughs> um, it's a It increases bleed effects that you then lay on them. So the idea was you're always having to refresh Mangle and refresh your bleed effects, and if you were good with your cycle, you could just have these uber ticks going off from your bleed effects that were uh. reinforced by Mangle. And I actually have Ruined to make my mangle last longer so I don't have to refresh as often in my in my uh, cycle. 60 seconds? Holy crap, that changes everything. Nice. Mm-hmm. Alright, we got some... A lot stronger. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Hunters, they get some Beast Mastery, uh, Ferocious Inspiration. The ability now is an aura to provide 1, 2, 3% damage to all party or raid members within 100 yards and boost the damage of Steady Shot by 3, 6, and 9%. Obviously, based on the amount of uh, talent points you put into it. Blink! Cool. Uh, let's see. Okay, I play a priest, so discipline. Renewed Hope now has a 60-second duration, up from 20 seconds, but a 20-second cooldown. Hmm. I don't know what Renewed Hope does off the top of my head, so <laughs> sounds great. All right, Rogues. This is something I can actually talk about competently off the top of my head. Uh, Rupture, the damage over time component of this ability can now produce critical strikes, which is nice, considering most of us have dropped it out of our rotation. Because it can't crit. Because it can crit, and it was better for us to do a four or five point uh, Eviscerator and Venom than it was to do to spend the, the charges on a uh, putting Rupture up. Uh, this also mirrors our four-piece tier eight ability, which was really nice at the time. And then they did a lot of buffs to subtlety, which is such things as filthy tricks now reduces cooldown by five and ten seconds and energy costs by five and ten seconds of tricks of the trade, distract, and shadow step abilities and reduces the cooldown of preparation by 1.5 uh, and three minutes. So a little change to that, uh, which previously was just working on your... So for those, so for those three guys out there that are subtly spec, that's going to be very big news. Yeah, I mean it. It, it <laughs> gives you a little pause to think. Well, this does improve my tricks of the trade. Mm -hmm. If I'm sitting with a tier two, ten, uh, two piece set bonus that gives me it basically negates the energy cost of tricks of trade and gives me back fifteen energy nice. when every time I cast it, the thought of it coming up more that that. Is interesting. It might be worth uh, spreadsheeting to the spreadsheets. To the spreadsheet. Checks out. To the Batmobile. Uh, but yeah, otherwise we have things such as Ghost Strike, which uh, Ghostly Strike, which I personally never used. Uh, the Rogues Dagger equipped. This ability now deals, uh, deals 180 weapon damage instead of 125. Ooh la la. Uh, <sighs> and some others such things such as Hemorrhage Change, Rated Blades. Slaughter from the Shadows and Waylay all getting updated. Uh, Shamans. Flame Shock. The damage over time component of this ability can now produce critical strikes and is affected by spell haste. Oh, sweet. This seems to be That's a awesome. running theme of mm. dots suddenly mm. being able to crit. Crit, yeah. Talents. Elemental Combat. Elemental Oath. This ability now always is always on as a passive aura. 
And then yeah, Enhancement, that's... Unleashed Rage, this ability now always on as a passive aura. Oh, sweet. So I don't have to keep clicking on it every three seconds. That's awesome. Do we know what that one does? Yeah, it's the one that has, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one that has and she's got. It's got the little shaman that's all pissed off. It's on the, <laughs> I know what the little graphic looks like. Um, Unleashed Rage, I think that's the one that would, it when you um, activate it, mm-hmm. you... You get more mana back, but That's you also hit harder or something like that. I thought I it was a mana regen yeah. one. Um, it has some, and it lasts just a little tiny bit. But it's right next to my trinket, because those are two things I have to activate all the time. So during fights, I'm constantly hitting those two as soon as they reactivate. Okay. So then that's that's it for those folks. Uh, Warlocks are getting some, uh, again, emulate now. The damage over time can produce critical strikes. Uh, life tap. No it's not one... a theme at all. No, not at all. No. <laughs> it's like they almost made a conscious choice. Hmm. Uh, we have things for, let's see, so finishing off the Warlocks, life tap, the spell no longer scales with spirit and instead scales with spell power. And demonology talent, demon pack, the effect now has a 45 second duration up from 12 seconds and a 20 second internal cooldown. So that was the shamanistic rage, right, that we were talking about? Uh, the unleashed rage is what it's they have on the patch notes probably is shamanistic Shamanistic rage rage. i think because i don't recall an unleashed rage but it reduces all damage taken by 30 percent and gives your successful melee attacks a chance to regenerate mana equal to 15 percent of your attack power yeah that would make sense to make as a passive then yeah for sure very nice Oh, yes, it's very nice. Yes. Okay, and finishing out with Warriors. Uh, Revenge, damage done by this ability, is increased by 50%. Very cool. (laughs) More. Bigger numbers. Bigger, bigger, more. A little bit of changes for Warriors. Arms, trauma, the debuff from this talent now lasts 60 seconds, up from 15 seconds. So other than making things crit, they've also decided to extend some uh, Yeah, it certainly seems to. Yeah, Uh, they did that with the Druids, too. Yeah. Rampage, this effect is now passive instead of being a proc from Critical Strikes. Uh, protection, improve revenge. This talent can no longer trigger a stun. Instead, causes revenge to strike an additional target for 50% or 100% of re- revenge's damage. I will not seek revenge. I will seek improve revenge. Hey, I'll, I'll seek an ability that basically mirrors heart strike from uh, Death Knights. Bring it on. That's pretty. That's actually pretty dang nice for uh, warriors. At least it gives them something to hit multiple targets outside of Thunderclap. Ooh, which is also useful. But it's all you Actually, got. it's not shamanistic rage that they made. It is there is an unleashed rage guy. Oh, what is which that? I don't have a lot of ranks in, but um, which sh- by the way, shamanistic rage should definitely be a passive. You shouldn't have to <laughs> hit the button every time. But anyway, clicky, clicky, clicky. um, it, it increases your expertise by six and causes your critical. Well, if you get the three, it increases your expertise by nine and causes your crit hits to, um, with melee attacks to increase all party raid members' attack power by 10% if within 45 yards of the shaman. So now you, if you actually spec all the way into it, you just increase everybody's attack power by 10%. Pretty much. Passively. I'll yeah. be standing next to you. Yeah. That means that You and kitties. Ugh. Kitty. It's funny. I was just on a small wow tangent. I was talking to Gwen the other night, and he was, we were just finished Fester God. I was healing it. And Gwen was talking about, he's like, oh, you know, I'd love to see your rogue on Fester Guy. I bet you do great damage. I'm like, well, realize you're in a group with an enhancement shaman, so you get Wind Fury. Mm-hmm. And you're in a group that has a warrior, which means you're getting the armor uh, sundering debuff on it. I don't get those, <laughs> which in the group I normally run with. So that does help immensely with damage for you, for a feral druid, for the shaman, of course, themselves. Anything that is doing an attack power-based DPS, wow. 
His buffs are incredible. So we may have to look into maybe specking all the way into that. We'll have to check it out. Who knows? Mm -hmm. So, spreadsheet. Since you mentioned your glyph of the mangle, yes, they are making a change to it. Oh, what a surprise! The glyph now provides ten percent increase to damage done by mangle instead of increasing the duration of the debuff because it's now moot. There you go. Uh, let's see. So lots of changes to classes. I mean, subtle tweaking, but again, I would get the feeling that this is all gearing towards the stat changes. Oh, so yeah, I'm wondering, because we know this massive reset of the mechanics is coming on the horizon. The Cataclysm? Yeah, Cataclysm is changing, you know, greatly simplifying the stat system. Yes. In, thank God. And we know also that it is... Uh, intended to ship this year. Uh, Ooh. Yes. Well, they would be fools not to because, well, we've, we've just burned through pretty much the bulk of the content in Wrath. Yeah. They got a little baby one-room raid instance, the Ruby that's Shrine. The, yeah, that's the crossover. Right, that would be the beginning of the storyline for Cataclysm. Right. Uh, but that's not exactly yeah. you know, oh, a raid dungeon on the scale of Icecrown Citadel has been, which is freaking enormous. Correct. Um. So they had darn well better they, they had better be on internal alpha at this point or they're doomed as far as hemorrhaging subscribers to go off and play well nothing everything else, else nothing else actually oh yeah, yeah. well All no those other games like uh, everything Trek, else oh, no. Oh, no they probably <laughs> not, won't they probably won't lose them up. to MMOs they'll lose them to something else. True. They will lose them to all of the other games that are out hey, there. We'll come back especially the casuals who have no time to they can only play one or two games. So they just don't have a lot of time to commit. So, but also lose we haven't, we haven't wow, been through the content got, either. You know. So, yeah, it's it's tough to to say. I mean, I know at the heyday of EverQuest, it felt like wow, this game is just a juggernaut. It's never really going to end, but things slowly trip, oh, chip away at it. It's not mm-hmm. like one day just right. nobody it just logs stopped. in. Yeah. It just right. starts being chipped away at. So just everything else. Wow obviously has that same. I mean eventually the problem is, is technology is going to catch up to them. They will have a po- period where they go our engine just this is as good as it gets on this engine. We right. have to release WoW 2 or whatever because we have no easy way of updating our graphics to compete with Aeon let's say which from all reviews I've read it just graphically is out of this world. Um, gameplay I guess is not really there but nonetheless. Uh, for the that would be relevant. Yeah, these minor things. <laughs> Pretty to look at, but nothing to play. Uh, Profession-wise, you'll have fishing. The monster belly appetite daily fishing quest has been changed, so it no longer it no longer takes place in, in the boonies. Everywhere, it actually takes place right outside of the Violet Hold in Dalaran. It's quest. Oh. <laughs> it's now a money it's much like when you see jewel of the sewer come oh, up yeah. you go yeah! yes <laughs> not leaving the city it's like you get that and you get uh, cheese for Glower Glower gold. Gold. Oh, it's like yeah. money. money 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 quests no problem uh other big change is inscriptionists most recipes that require two inks now only require one that's a nice change uh mining titan steel bar creating the item no longer results in a cooldown so a big change for mining as well. Huge. Uh, we also have some changes to the auction house. They're basically incorporating auctioneer-type stuff into the auction house Oh, now. what a surprise. There's no precedent mm. for this outfitter at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't get quite the uh, stat collection from it. You'll still 
they're not quite going to give you that. Right. But they will help you with pu- uh, putting stacks on there. They make a lot of the the stuff that Auctioneer automates in terms of posting your items are going to now be incorporated into the game. I'll still be supporting Auctioneer because freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. 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 I loved how when Wrath shipped and uh, Auctioneer was just a little behind on getting their, their full version out and all the server economies collapsed. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Nobody knew like, how. Wow. There's nothing here telling me how much I should sell this for. Exactly. What the hell? <laughs> I got him lost. I'm lost. I'm lost. What yeah. do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Oh, it's God. Back. Oh, God. It's back. It's back. Oh, thank God. Oh. Yeah. Uh, some changes to Dungeon Finder. Just some changes with how the deserter debuff works. Um, player in your party has a debuff or is on cooldown from the random dungeon option, his or her character name will be displayed in the Dungeon Finder window, uh, listed as on cooldown, preventing the group from queuing. Uh, Some other changes, the vote kick option will now be prompted to provide a reason for kicking the party members, so you actually have to put in why you're going to get the (sighs) Turbo greasing. So stuff like that, uh, some more stuff. They are working on much, as we've always said, they look at items that come out of the user community and go, wow, that's really neat. Everybody seems to love it. Let's incorporate it. So their quest tracking feature now is getting some uh, buffs to it as well, much a la Quest Helper. Oh, what a surprise. Oh, and by the way, have you noticed the little, like, when I was trying to run around doing some of these Elder Quests, Remember in uh, Warhammer how it had those red spots? Oh, yeah. Well, like the kind of the, your quest takes place in this yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah. They have those now, though, but they're blue. Well, it's blue. It's totally different. Those oh, are... well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's blue. It's, it's blue, people. It's completely different. Yeah. I'm I'm still waiting for the public quest. Oh, the public quest from Warhammer so to fun. come into WoW. You know Warhammer. that those are going to be a, a feature of Catacombs. Oh, those that are was one of those awesome. things where I was just like, wow, this is really cool to just walk into an area and suddenly you're all. Grouped Part in of it, yeah. You can join up. Yeah. It's much kind of kind of a la Wintergrasp, except on a PvE uh, yeah. uh, bench. Scale. Uh, quests. Many quests that require vehicles have had their vehicle mechanics update, graded, or updated and improved in the interest of fun. To make them not <laughs> suck. <laughs> okay. That's their sideways way of saying, we're sorry it sucks so yeah. hard, and we fixed it. <laughs> sorry about that. It sucks, man. So that's pretty good coverage of our uh, patch notes that are yeah. out there. There's a, some other minor fixes and so such, as always. Next three weeks or so, speculation? I would, I'd imagine so. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no massive, like, they're not adding a zone or anything. It really depends. The biggest thing is the PvP uh, Dungeon Finder. Right. So if that's working, I can't Everything else is just stat That tweaking. could conceivably yeah. get me you know, interested in trying the Gnome out. Uh, sure. The Rogue out in... Uh, yeah. PvP. Rogue PvP is pretty fun. I've been dismantled by them enough times to want to be on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Maybe on the killing side. Yeah, you know what, though? The, I'm, We'd I'm like to be on the surviving side. I, I've noticed that good PvP... You don't even have to have great good PvP gear and my slowing totem. I can kill rogues now. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. No, shamans... Uh, playing a rogue, especially when I did some PvP, shamans were my bane. It frustrated. They had just enough armor yep. that I couldn't one-shot them really nope. fast. Mm-hmm. And they could heal, and then they would, and especially if it was like enhanced. I'm not sure. And what, then wolves, oh, and oh, it's, it's fun now. Yeah, yeah. 
not not so not so easy prey as no. I used to be in. Yeah, in gear grass. makes resilience makes a huge difference. <laughs> oh my in gosh! PvP. Yeah. Oh no, when I got the the druid up over a thousand resilience, like wait a second, I'm living a lot longer now. So yeah. much nicer. There were some comments in the from the Black Void about um, expertise and how I sh- should definitely be specced into that from you know from their their point of view. Um, here's my answer to that is. I just did what Elitus Jerks told me to do. Uh, <laughs> I blame Elitus Jerks. <laughs> but other than that, my expertise, I actually had to read Gem because my expertise was really, I capped it and it was far above where it should have been. So I had to read Gem and, and now my expertise is still capped. So I really don't need the extra whole nine expertise on there. But I guess if you don't have have that capped yet, it In would gear. be helpful. Yeah, for sure. Alrighty. And then the last thing of the week, a biggest note for the folks that do raiding is Ice Crown Citadel. Yes. The king is now there. Hail to the king, baby. And, uh-huh. he, yes. and he has come with a 5% buff to your health, uh, and healing, healing, and, and damage. damage yeah. Awesome. But doesn't that increase? Isn't <laughs> it increase? This is, this is variant. The king's the there. King's there. He's just like, yeah, let's go, He's people. Oh, Varian. Up. Varian's there. Varian. Obviously, on the horde Varian side, Ren, uh, yeah. I'm or, guessing Thrall shows up or Sarfang is, yeah, I was say, is there. Isn't Sarfang making his bid for control of yeah. the horde? So they, but nonetheless, on the on the lion side, you walk in. Varian's there. You can talk to Varian and say, "No, we got this. You can leave and thus take the buff away," uh, which is nice. But yeah, is there a, an uh, is there an achievement for doing it without him? I'm guessing they're going to put him in if they're not there already. I haven't looked to see. Uh, I would say that that would be timed achievement without buff, timed achievement with buff. So. You know, that well, sort it's of thing. Just, run along, just... King Boy. Well, it's on, complete uh, yeah, without there the buff. You go. On the, uh, uh, from what we've read about it, though, is uh, this is supposed to start scaling upwards. Yes. Again, they're trying to make the normal mode content accessible. Now, as I understand it, from what I've read, this is not a buff that's going to be available in heroic mode. So if you're going to do it on heroic, you're going to do it old the hard with, way. with the hard way. But on old school. easy mode, mode uh, normal mode, you're going to have the option of getting a buff, which I, now don't quote or quote me as much as you like on this, but from talking to other people said it could get up to 30%. So we'll see. Is- but Damn. we didn't quite get that far, so. Well, we got we right now it's at five percent. Actually, it's garage for the horde side. Garage, garage hell scream. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Says Draca. Cool. In cool. the gray void. Which brings us back into the break. Yes. So you are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio. I got some uh, Amelia Overbayday produced Northrend News Network. This is episode thirteen. Brace yourselves. Hello, I'm Oxhail. And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to be a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? Well, if you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. That's VTWSubs at gmail.com. Welcome to Northrend News, a subsidiary of the Gnomewigan News Network. With your host, Blinky Bixby. In today's top story, all of Azeroth has turned out to watch the opening day of the Kalimdor Track, Field, and Sports Competition being held in Orgrimmar this year. 
Dubbed the Orc Olympics by fans, this annual event opened with the traditional torchlighting ceremony, led this year by Nomergan's most enthusiastic mage, Pixel Pyroblast. It took an hour to quench the flames which threatened to envelop the spectators, but Master of Ceremonies Jaina Proudmore was able to prevent the fires from scorching Thrall's beard with a lucky blizzard spell. Today's premier sports event was the 200-meter water walk, won by reigning champion Elemental Shaman Hazatotema, representing Senjin Village. The event's silver medal went to Gadgetzan engineer Jix Sparkplug for making record time for a goblin in a rocket-borne aquarium. But third competitor, Archdruid Hamul Rune Totem, was disqualified for using aquatic form during the event. Events to be held this afternoon will include both ski jumping and downhill slalom on the slopes of Mount Hyjal, as well as the first ever bobsleigh competition between the Death Knights of the Horde and Alliance. Trials will include both team and individual bobsleigh, as well as an undead-only skeleton event, which has, at the request of its participants, been renamed Ghoul. For today's top stories from all corners of Azeroth, this is Northrend News. <laughs> and Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus World Radio after uh, what was obviously a briefer than my cohorts <laughs> expected. Yes. <laughs> Variable break. length content oh, oh, break. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, okay, we're back. What? Um, so big news for our, say Iolite wasn't even sitting down. News from the the Black Void um, from and I can of course I got a glare on my screen. Hayden, uh, the fact that they put the buff from the King or from Garrosh on heroic mode as well. So right now you're getting a five percent increase. Now the only thing I can assume or hope for is that you actually need the buff at this point in time due to the gear levels to actually progress anywhere in the heroic. Don't know. But otherwise, Yuck. that doesn't sound... Eh. I want... You have Octale and Hordak. You have many <laughs> other shows. I'll take care of that for you. <laughs> that perspective. So let me uh, correct what I did wrong here as far as the intro to this section goes. Sure. Stand by. You have... 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. And totally screwed that up. <laughs> that the wrong <laughs> section there. Yeah. We'll like just we're doing quietly. Mail. <laughs> no, no, we are doing mail. We are. We are. Yeah. But I also, Mail's instead start. of putting the background music in, I put the intro music in there. So we need to post this. Stuff. How long have you been gone? Is <laughs> it, you, it's like you were here last week. No. We did it this week last week. Smoke, yeah, we crack did. smoker. Yeah. I know, but I was sober then. Well, I have shout out. And I have these shout outs. Should I stop? No, I said okay. Okay, okay. Um, We have the attendees of the dance party today, and I wrote them down. (laughs) I am not an idiot. Pencil for the win. (laughs) Um, Getting better at being not an idiot. Um, We have Feldian and Lupian and Draca and J.S. Raymer. J.S. Raymer. And OMG, it's Jay, and Boba Fetish, and Peach Puff, and of course, Barry VA, and Homaros, and Rink, and Gunhilda. Thank you for stopping by, Gun. Very sweet. Um, and Chiniki. And of course, had to leave early. Nuj Kildare. So Chiniki and Nuj Kildare had to bail out a little bit early, but yay! Yes, I used paper. I'm sorry. 
Feldman's <laughs> giving me crap about using paper. Oh, I'm like, a- next time I'll skip you, okay? How's that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll forget to write you down. <laughs> People come and go in the dance party, man. If I don't write them down when they show up, then I lose it. That's good. I don't see any purple test. Text of you forgot me. Yeah. Oh God, oh, I said Lupian. You. Lupian was number two on the list. So Lupian, I did not forget you. Booyah. <laughs> he just wrote you forgot me, and I think it was exactly in response lies. to Grail. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, awesome. So Barry also wanted yeah. me to let you know our IRC rep that his uh, Oscar challenge ends at the end of this show. So you only have one, two more <laughs> sections before he closes the contest i guess that he's holding so yep. go on our forums look for the oscar the barry va oscar challenge and uh fill out your i don't know guesses submission yeah. sure your thoughts thoughts because it's tonight yes so it is yeah not that i care that much but avatar 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 documentary avatar 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 i don't think i don't think so gonna get the best picture we'll see i don't know well, it find actually, out. I mean, the the actors guilds, you know, have a huge voting base within the right. um, academy, but no actors lost their jobs. There were still performances behind every CG character. Oh, well, so yeah. They're not as against the idea as may have originally been thought. Yeah, it just created. If you watch the the video that I posted on uh, the website earlier in the week with James Cameron talking about it. Oh yes, we just we just created another actor-driven production. I'm not saying that Avatar's acting was bad, but it isn't going to win on the strength of its acting. No, I don't think no. I don't think it'll I don't think it's going to win like best actor, best actress, or any of those. In my opinion, oh, it'll get some of the technical it, awards. It will yes. get technical oh, yeah. awards for sure. Best Thundercat Smurf crossbreed ever. Wow, a new category, <laughs> a new category. Yeah, so something like that. But I, I feel like it's not really going to do um do the acting. The acting was better in other movies. Precious, I feel, is going to take. A lot of the acting awards. Yeah, I actually, my opinion. I think, I, and I have to go back to my survey, but I believe I had the Hurt Locker as winning. What's the one? Journey. What's the one? Uh, the George Clooney flying around up, one, in, the up, in, the up in the air. That yeah. maybe I don't know. Um, it's not like the the Academy is actually all that dialed into what people actually like to watch. Watch, yeah, yeah. that's did, for sure. Did, uh, did, you, did you guys get to go out to see Shutter Island? No, we haven't seen it yet. Okay. No, why was it good? No, I, no we didn't. We oh, we okay. haven't seen it. We won't see it. I prefer to keep the baby inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> and and it's supposed to be a jumper. Yeah. So I can just yeah. picture myself in the theater. I haven't seen that jumping, jumping really high and going. Oh, that's it, babe. We gotta go. <laughs> I know. I I heard a review, I believe on NPR, oh. of the one Alice in Wonderland. They gave it kind of, eh. Uh, Yeah. I haven't seen much posts on the board yet about it. I I was talking with a friend about... There was one post on there. Oh, was there? I was talking with a friend about that one, and they were basically saying that that they they like... um, You just get tired of seeing the same director do the same surrealistic, you know, drivey crazy... It's like, yeah, just over the top. Here's my favorite actors with my favorite composer, and we're going to do... Wacky things yeah. with the yeah. same people. Yeah, I mean, and go. He's essentially been that way. This director has been that way since Edward Scissorhands and Tim Burton Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. And, oh yeah, I mean, it's like every single thing, whether whether it was animated or not, 
came out with that kind of freaky, surrealistic. And you can only take that so much. Well, yeah, I think on the post, the and I forget who it was that posted it, but basically he said that his kids enjoyed it, his wife enjoyed it, but he's a really diehard Alice in Wonderland fan mm-hmm. and that he was a little bit disappointed that they didn't think the audience smart enough to go into some of the actual, you know, things from the book. Sorry, the dog just hit me <laughs> Tried with my... to take you out. Yeah. He's, he's definitely <laughs> trying to unplug your mic. Maybe you Something. offended him somehow. <laughs> Sorry. Well, before you go see Alice, just load up your iDealer application and then you should be fine. There you go. <laughs> uh... Best film ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Hot Fixes for Halls of Reflection. Have we read that one? No, that was oh. last section, I thought. Was that last week? We're still know. in... That no, it's email. email. No. It's an email. Okay. Bring it. We're an email. Hi, CH crew. I was rolling on the floor laughing as Gnomewise told his tale of Arthas Woe, uh-huh. having just experienced the same thing about a week ago. I was in heroic halls of reflection on a random daily, and we had pretty easily cleared the first two encounters. We ran up past Jaina, and I hopped over to over to the hidey hole, having done this instance about three or four times before. Imagine my surprise as the rest of the group went running on past. Before I had a chance to send a message, the group leader says, um, Locke, they hotfixed that, which was the last thing I saw before Arthas one-shotted me. <laughs> I thought maybe I could re-enter the instance and sneak along after, but as I drew glo- close to where the battle raged on ahead, I discovered that Arthas had rear-view vision and died again. Without my DPS to help out, the rest of my group met a similar fate at the third ice wall, and we all had to re-enter. It was pretty embarrassing, but the group was good-natured about it. Enjoying the new format, I'm hoping the rig restoration will help balance out levels, since I noticed quite a bit of difficulty hearing Gwenora at points during that show. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny, because I'm I the think, one on the weird mic. I think we missed Gwenora because he wasn't here. Is he no, here for that show? He's here for that show. He's, he's, he's okay. just talking really quietly. Okay. So this was from Demonius. Demonius. Level 80 human warlock, Arathor US. So, Demonius. Nice. Yay. Cool. Yeah. It's a good name for yeah, a warlock. Yeah, he does have rear view vision. In fact, if you while you're fighting, if you pan around, you can see those little purple <laughs> lightning bolts of death. Heading behind him, hitting absolutely nothing, rocks and stuff. But yes, he's he's gonna get you. <laughs> he's sure. gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. Maybe I'm gonna hit you, and hey. you're gonna fall. <laughs> and I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> How's the beer there, Grail? Great. All right, we got an email here from Arduan. Hey, Io, just wanted to drop a line about a couple of things. I don't get to listen live as much anymore. Because I'm trying to get healthier and make better choices, but I do download the podcast and listen to them while cooking dinner and doing dishes. On the February 19th show, when you talked about grilled cheese, I just had to make one. Uh, I know <laughs> I that... Oh, now I'm hungry. <laughs> Thanks, Arduin. Sheesh. I know you and uh, Noise have been trying to eat healthier, but I never caught any talk about whether you had organized a way in which to go about it. Since December, I've been using sparkpeople.com. It is a great way for me to track my calories, fat, protein, sodium, fitness minutes, and all manner of other things. They also have a sister site called babyfit.com, which is to help pregnant uh, women stay on the healthy track. Uh, otherwise, all the best. I'm still out there listening. This is from Arduan, multiple level 80s on Dragonblight US. 
So do you guys have a plan, or is it just we're not in general? No, healthy. we well, I mean, first things first. Um, I'm obviously not dieting at all. So I'm being really consistent, you know, taking the prenatal vitamins, which I'm terrible at remembering pills. So that's been been very good at that. Um, and basically, if I have a craving, I try and find the least offensive way to fill potentially that craving first. So a, if a I recognizable if, piece of if, non-processed if, food. Matter. No, if I want ice cream, I go drink a glass of milk and see if I still want ice cream. Because basically, do I have to have all the sugar or do I just want the calcium and the and the protein and such in the milk? Right. Um, if I but if I really want ice cream, I should go get some ice cream. Get me some ice cream. You know, and it just <laughs> depends. Now the grilled cheese one was the first time I'd had a like craving, craving, craving. I ate, I think three grilled cheese sandwiches in rapid succession. In rapid succession, <laughs> I ate the first one. This will not be sufficient. I got to go get another one. I made the second one. I ate this the second one. This will not be sufficient. And I went, I, I'm not done. I made the third one and <laughs> ate the third one. And I was like, okay, I think I'm all right now. <laughs> and Gnomewise comes out and goes, where's all the bread? There was none left for me. There was none left. He in had to use my the heels. He had to use the heels of the loaf. In order to make his grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> Poor guy. I felt really bad. Um, but with Nemesis, what we've started doing is moving more, not towards avoiding fats and sugars and things like that as much, but moving towards whole foods. Yeah. So, less, less processed stuff. Yeah. you know, yeah. can I have three ingredients in it instead of 18? Can I have, you know... Things like um, the edamame pods that you can steam, and it's got mm-hmm. one ingredient: soybeans. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you Arch instead of exactly. instead of doing um, the craft processed mac and cheese with the powdered yeah. cheese sauce. Genuine cheese like substance. Yeah, the genuine cheese like substance. We do the um, noodles with butter and salt right, right. on them, and so you get just the pasta, the durum wheat pasta. Salt and butter. No, it's not low fat. Yes, it is high flavor, it's and it meets the same need as the mac and, and cheese. Recognizable, and your body says, "Oh, I, I know what to do with these compounds." Yeah. So yeah. we're just we're just working on let's move to whole foods. Move to buying the fruits, and instead of buying like canned peach, we're buying things fresh, um, wherever we can, and doing the, you know, doing the. Um, Cut it up yourself yeah. and, you know, so you buy a whole cantaloupe instead of, you know, these the process. It's also things. a lot cheaper to just buy it whole. Uh, I heard and... a good interview with Michael Pollan, who did Food Rules. Mm-hmm. as a book, and one of, the, one of the lines, they were going through some of his different rules. and These are very bite-sized. It's a tiny little rules. book. Yeah, yeah, very small. Yeah, I've seen that book. But one of the, the things in there is if a food is called by the same name in every different language, it's not food. <laughs> Such as <laughs> Cheetos, Pringles, uh-huh. <laughs> yep. know, yeah. Big Mac, yeah. those yep. type of things. As they, uh, it was an interesting way of just looking at, at eating in that in that light. Yep. Um, yeah, that's well, kind of what we've been doing too. Yeah. Though. We've kind of been just trying to steer more towards less processed items. And the other day, I, I just needed some sort of sugar, and I went and I got those little calorie ten calorie packs, which I was like, okay, I have to have these. I'm just going to be bad. And I got the little cookies, a little bit of fudge on them, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm reading the cookies. I get my glass of milk, and then I look at the milk, 
and the milk has more sugar in it than my cookies. That ain't right. Yeah. Well, and that's just it. The the pre-processed milk. Some. Some, Some pre-processed milk. Yeah. You've got to read the ingredients on your milk cartons. See if it's been altered. And see exactly how it's been altered. Because it doesn't say if it on doesn't, the front. It, it actually, ours, I've been reading the front yeah. of it, and it says, here's the, you know, here's the ingredients. And then it says what kind of cows they're from, which I think mm-hmm. is funny. Because yeah. um, <laughs> it's a dairy cow. Um, so, yeah, I'm always interested in things like if there's a better way, like a homemade cheese sauce. No idea. Awesome. No idea how to make that, though. Yeah. And so there's things that I do know how to cook. Like I can make homemade mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know yeah, how to make those. Cool. Yeah, that's um, so I don't have to do, you know, added processed store-bought mashed potatoes. Um, but there's a lot of stuff I just don't know how to make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can be taught. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's... We have a short content break coming up next. That is our first snack break, which will teach us about the fact that baking is chemistry. See, it all comes together. Baking is chemistry. Cooking yes. is physics. Baking is chemistry. Well, and that's just it. Is I'm not that great. I'm not that great at. Um, I'm good at physics. I'm not that great at chemistry. I would. Change. My cookies cooking is more art than physics. Uh, mm. Well, you, cooking is in general. I, I would say like grilling and meats, things that you do stovetop, mm-hmm. is more physics. Well, um, and it, you can play. There's more right. room for error. Like my cookies. Let's just face facts. I have something wrong with my capacity to make cookies. <laughs> okay. Todd likes them, or Gnomewise likes them, but... Um, <gasps> Real name, oh God. Oh God, no! Not like everybody knows. Exactly. Yes, we do spend a lot of time on Food TV, um, Feldian, but foodtv.com. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. If, if it also takes three hours to do... Not going to yeah, that's why three, we don't cook anything. Three hours or more than three pots. <laughs> I mean, seriously, all our stuff is hand. We're not real big on doing dishes in this household. And yeah. all of our stuff is hand wash. All of our good pots and pans yeah. we were are, to put in the dishwasher are hand wash because they'll be destroyed. So when it takes a lot, mm, it's, it's, it's a turn off. Turnoffs no, include no, I'm, lots of dishes. I'm not going to be able And people who aren't nice. <laughs> and I'm not going to be able to do all of those it's dishes. February. So I'll make that. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and make that a um, once a month sort of a thing instead of, yeah, you know, nightly. So we had we in the void. We actually had uh, someone give us a good suggestion for a quick uh, re- for good recipes that are quick. And I went, and they actually look pretty yummy. Um, foodgawker.com. Foodgawker.com. How do you spell that? F-O-O-D-G-A-W-K-E-R, foodgawker.com. And that was from Zoo in the Black Void. Thank you, Zoo. Thank you. I have an email here from... I'll check it out. Uh, Silmal, Orc Warlock, Earthen Ring US, AIE Guild. Hey, guys, Grail mentioned WoW 2 and a graphics engine update. It seems to me that Cataclysm is WoW 2. Complete overhaul of stats, remaking of the world, etc. And all are all what you would expect from a WoW 2. In addition, they announced a while back that they were going to start collecting hardware info from users, data that would be very valuable in finding the sweet spot for a new graphics engine. By doing WoW 2 as an expansion, they don't have, they don't have their user base split ac- across two games, which would double their support headaches. 
In addition, the remaking of the world leads me to think they have spent significant effort in developing tools for rapid development of game worlds, which would be useful for other MMOs and games like Diablo. That from Silmar, Silmal on Earth and Ring US. We'll see. I almost would equate this to, um, obviously, we played a lot, of, myself and Dax, we played a lot of EverQuest. I'd equate this to Shadows of Lucklin. When yeah. that came oh, out, it was yeah. a big graphic update for EverQuest. Total UI revision. And it was a lot of screaming and wailing at the time. But yes. in the end, I think it did help the game. However, I think that type of update can only take you so far. Right. Before you really have to just say, we need to just Do move over. And it's, and it's over. the difference between... Like the engine overhaul, right. like a complete overhaul of the game engine, moving to another generation of game engine that has more capacity, more capability. That's a different yeah. thing. And it requires a lot more than a straight just graphics rework. Because this agree. is all still based on the same engine. It looks like it, at yeah. least from when we were at BlizzCon, the pictures. Well, and I and can't imagine that they would do anything else. Right. I, I, it just, it's, they'd have to rework all of the worlds if they right. did. And going back to, so. you know, EQ, nothing turned me off faster than EQ2. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely different. It was graphics. just like everything you've been doing for the past four years. Means nothing. Means nothing. Start this new game instead. Yeah. Well, I mean, That's EQ2 was yeah. still a new game because it took place X thousand or hundred years in the future. Right. When everything had gone to... Hell and high water, the continents have changed, the cities have changed. Cataclysm. Uh, yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cataclysm, except looked at from miles from away. And the cataclysm future. is happening yeah. now. Right. So you still have the same races. You still have that. Just some of the lands are going to change. EQ2 was basically saying, well, this is a new game, but it's still in the EverQuest universe. We're just taking place much farther in the future than where EQ1 was at. Oh, and EQ1 is still happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We still have a new expansion every six months. No kidding. Yeah, they they're crazy. They like just mich- had one. They're like, yeah, the, uh, Undercroft? Or... Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Yeah. It's just their, their business model. Is I know. Something new to spend 20 bucks on every six months, whether it's good or not. I, yeah. So I have um, <laughs> just a really quick shout out because we're almost out of time from yep. what I can tell for this, for this section. Um, this is called Hello, CH Crew. Sarathus, a.k.a. Hatba here. Steamweedle Cartel, EU, and I would like to send a shout-out to my guild, Noli Secundus, 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 for nicely progressing in ICC, and another shout-out to Lemon Cake. Best of luck for them to get the Realm realm First 10-Man Guild Lich King kill. Lemon Cake. Good luck. Mm. Lemon Lemon Cake. cake. Now that sounds good. Anything with lemon is good. Well, lemon you're, cake. you're looking at preserved spiced lemons on your screen lemon. right now. You're making <laughs> me hungry. From food gawker because they look amazing. I yeah. love lemons. lemon cake. All right. I got it. Oh, man. Ooh. Hungry now. All right. No, seriously. I'm telling you, I ate lunch before I came back for the show. And So in polar opposite Ooh. opposition to our last brief break, this is a five-minute long break. We're going to go through a little early Oh, here. yeah. So from Kitchen Noob, yeah. we have our very first Casually Hardcore snack break. Coming to you live on Versus the World Radio. We'll be back right after this exploration of all things measuring and baking. Because we're food geeks, too. At least I am. I don't know. No, I am. So. Oh, I'm totally. <laughs> yeah. I'm making steaks tonight. Yes. Cow. Yummy. Good. And he made jambalaya we last week. Roast. We do have a roast. Yeah. We could make cow, too. Cool. I love you. You're pretty. Can and we put re- some. And you, and you um, remember what's in our freezer. Yeah. <laughs> Ice cream. 
ice cream. <laughs> no, there's really not ice cream in there. Actually, right now. There's, there's the alcohol there's, I brought. Last there's time. frozen fruit bars. There's that too. Ooh, yeah. Quite so we have our snack break coming up, and after that, we have our first book club discussion. Yay! Yay! Yay. The Furies of Calderon by James Butcher. Freaking epic. So. We'll be back right after this. Cool. My sensors indicate that you are listening to Casually Hardcore, only on VTWProductions.com. My sensors also indicate that there is a stealthed rogue behind you. Er, wait. Oh, oh dear. The, the polarity's been reversed. The rogue is behind me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Stupid gnome. Enjoy this show, man. Welcome to your casually hardcore snack break only on VTWProductions.com. I am the Kitchen Noob. Today I'd like to talk to you about bread, specifically the 10 basic steps that you can follow so that your product comes out successfully every time. Let's throw right into it, shall we? I'd like to talk to you about the first step, which is scaling your ingredients. Preferably, this is done if you have a scale. Using cups and teaspoons is not an accurate measurement for baking. It's an imperfect science, and if you want consistency in your product, you will always use a scale. You want to start by mixing all of your dry ingredients with the exception of the yeast, which will be weighed separately, and then you want to weigh out all of your liquid ingredients. Then you move on to the mixing step. In this step, using a stand mixer, preferably with a hook attachment, add in all of your dry ingredients and mix on low speed until they are well incorporated with one another. Using an instant-style yeast, you'll mix that into your dry ingredients. If you have any other type of yeast, follow the directions on the packaging. But then you add in your wet ingredients and turn the machine on to low speed. At this time, you're looking for the ingredients to come together, and the bottom of the bowl can be clearly seen through all the flour. At this point, you accelerate to medium speed. After several minutes of mixing, the dough will start to pull away from the bowl, and you can check for a final clear. This is when you take a small piece of the dough and you stretch it between your fingers. You want it to be strong and flexible, but also thin so that you can see light through it. If you use an instant yeast, step three is not necessary for you, but it's the bulk fermentation process. You remove your dough from the bowl and you set it aside covered. This will allow the gluten to relax and mellow, and also give the yeast time to break down some of the starch that's inside the dough. When your dough is about doubled in size, it's ready to be punched down. You do this by folding the sides over the middle of the dough and then turning it over. This keeps the dough at an even temperature. It also releases some of the carbon dioxide, which inhibits the yeast growth. Next, we're on to step five, which is dividing and rounding the dough. You want to cut your dough into whatever size pieces you desire, and then you fold the dough over itself, allowing gases to escape and stretching out your gluten. This allows for an easier in, when you get to shaping your loaf. Step six is a quick bench rest for the dough that you just shaped. This will allow the gluten to relax, which will allow the yeast to produce carbon dioxide and allow the dough to proof better. Next, we're on the step seven, which is shaping the dough. This is where you form your dough into whatever desired shape. If you're making baguettes, you roll them out into long strands. If you're making loaves, you shape them sort of to the length of the pan that you're going to be using. When you're shaping your dough, you want to make sure that your seam is really tight. This is the weakest part of the dough, and it could open during baking. Next to step eight, panning. You want to put your bread into whatever pans you're going to use. If you don't plan on using a pan, you can put them on kitchen towels or in a bowl. After your bread's in your pan, if you want an egg wash or glaze for a desired look at the end of baking, this would be the step and where you do it. The next step is proofing. Now, this is hard to obtain in a house 
as most professional environments have what's called a proof box, which holds a humidity of about 80 to 90 percent and a temperature of 90 to 95 degrees. If you're looking to do this at home, I've had success by putting my bread in a pantry with a humidifier and closing a door. You're looking for the dough to about double in size. Then we move on to the very last step, which is baking. Baking times and temperatures will change depending on what kind of dough you're making, but basically, same thing happens every time you bake a loaf of bread. First, you get a natural oven spring, which is a sudden rise and expansion caused by the last effort of the yeast. This is due to the heat of the oven. It brings the yeast up to a temperature where it thrives, producing massive amounts of carbon dioxide, and then dies at 138 to 140 degrees. Next, the carbon dioxide will expand, and starch granules will begin to form as they swell from moisture in the ingredients. Then they will gelatinize, and this will form your chief structure of your dough. At about 165 degrees, exposed starch and sugar on the surface of the dough will begin to caramelize, and it will form the crust. At about the 176-degree marker, all the ethyl alcohol produced by the yeast is burned off, and finally, at 220 degrees, your bread will be finally done. The only thing left to talk about is steam. French and Italian breads require a thin, hard, crispy crust, and this is accomplished through steam. The best way to get this at home is to have a pan of water already in the oven when you preheat, let it go for a while until steam starts forming, and then you can also spray the inside of your oven with a spray bottle. Steam helps prevent the cracking of the crust during baking, and starches and sugars mixed with steam to caramelize to form the crust color. Not to mention give your bread a smooth, glossy appearance. That's about it. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me at Kitchen Noob on the VTW forums at vtwproductions.com. Thank you. Thank you, Kitchen Noob, for instructing us on the beauties of bread. Now, if you've never taken the time to actually make your own bread, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And there are a few smells that tap into the brainstem of, mm-hmm. ooh, that smells good, mm-hmm. than a good yeasty bread baking. Um, so okay. if you, yeah, that smells good. If you're out there, you know, trying to... Sautéing onions and peppers. Same kind of deal. Pretty much is a visceral smell. But the, if, you're, if you're trying to so snag good. like a, you know, a, a member of the opposite sex or, or same sex for that matter, uh, demonstrating the ability to bake bread and bring them into a household filled with that smell, there are, there are worse places to start than that. I made muffins. Yeah. I made cinnamon buns from scratch. Take and, me now. And Gwen Making bakes bread. Gwen bakes bread. Because our and other friend one. who has massive guns taught him how to bake bread. Uh-huh. I remember that because that's what bread they got and us. guns. That's what they this got us. How the world bread. around bread and guns. And guns. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he got us a bread maker for when yeah. we got married. So yeah, excellent. That yeah, if you, and, if you, and if you want to do it the new-fashioned way, you get a bread robot to make it for you. Yeah, because they rock. <laughs> There's a bread robot. The no, bread maker. Bread making bread machine. machine. Oh, okay. Bread making machine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's mechanical and electronic, and it does a job for you. It's a freaking robot. Yeah, but. When I think robot, I think of a cool thing that comes and brings me the bread. I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I have this bread. I, on the other hand, remember Take our coffee. Take this bread if you want to live. I remember our coffee droid. <laughs> oh, I got to send him off for repair. He needs fixing, yeah. Poor droid. Yeah, great kill dar- uh, Grail killed ours. Yeah. The, the Seiko? The, our, our real No, we had a very nice, basically, uh, what was it, Land's End or... Some, I forget. some store out linens and things yeah. went uh, had a we're going out of business sales okay. so we got one of those really nice espresso right. everything makers yep. yeah normally x hundreds of dollars for rather cheap yeah, that's what our Seiko is yeah our poor $600 thing coffee somehow water seeped in it oh it's a dead 
It's a nice paperweight now. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, was a, I was a closet dweller. Our very moment. first coffee droid. Mm-hmm. You can tra- you could track how it was traveling to us by train. Train wreck. <laughs> yeah, that's, the only, that's the only time it, I've seen the UPS shipping status of destroyed in train wreck. <laughs> it was really, he calls me over, check this out. I'm like, oh my God, I hope it's it was insured. Of, uh... And it was. Totally insured, and they got a new uh-huh. one sent to us. Kind of disturbing that they have that as a status. Yeah, <laughs> that's a common enough occurrence. Oh, it it's happened in, again. Yeah. It's in the pull-down menu. <laughs> okay, so, so, what this section is actually about. Yes, boom, it's not about book food. Club, baby. We are actually talking about Furies of Calderon yes. by now, Jim Butcher. Massive spoiler alert. Yes. Oh, yeah, We're please. going to talk about what happens in this book. If you haven't read it yet and you think you might ever... Turn it off. Turn it off. We're, yeah, we're, don't we're listen. We're done. Fast Go forward. home. Yeah. Fast forward to, well, we the ending second. music, the end. basically. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. we're done, yeah. We're done. That's one Never of the mind. reasons why this kind of segment is last, is yes. so that we could, you know, people Spoilers. who didn't want to tune in for this part, who were more into the WoW piece, could could stay and listen and not be... Yes, let's encourage our people to stop listening some more. No, <laughs> no, I think no. it'll be awesome and cool, but if people didn't want to listen, we didn't want to bore them. Bring it on. Yes, so... so I have one little quote here that I feel that sums up most of the books for me, including this first one, which You've I you read the I entire to read. series to date, right? I have, yes. Is the Actually, everyone here, but you have. No, it's complete. It's done. He finished series. it. Yeah. It's over. The last book is the last book. Okay. Yeah, but it's great. So here's my little quote here: "The course of history is determined not by battles, by sieges, or assertions, but by the actions of the individual." The strongest city, the largest army, is at its most basic level a collection of individuals. Their decisions, their passions, their foolishness, and their dreams shape the years to come. If there's any lesson to be learned from history, it is that all too often the fate of armies, of cities, of the entire realms rests upon the actions of one person. And then it goes on to keep going. But that, I feel like that quote encapsulates it nicely. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, and that quote, I mean, it makes me think of things like watching the movie The Patriot. You know, Mel Gibson, where he turns the tide of the battle, which helps turn the tide of the war. And it's because everyone is able to emotionally engage with him and believe in him, both as a leader and as a man, as a mm-hmm. father. Then this book, you know, you, you, you start off with Tavi, yeah. Tavi, Tavi, how do you guys Tavi, 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 yeah, yeah he, with our protagonist, right. Kissing the Girl. Right. Well, he's, he's trying. He's, he's trying. trying. <laughs> he's trying. He's 15 years old. He doesn't know what he's doing. Um, and she he basically kissed him more than yeah, anything. Well, she kissed him, and only to bribing, get him to do something, yes. bribing him yeah. to do something, which immediately actually turned me off because the very first female I met in the book was a wench. Was a wench. Well, yeah. Yes. Well, conniving. But it didn't take long at all to get over that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so, so Tavi's our our main protagonist. Mm-hmm. He is the quintessential orphaned at birth. Though he has his aunt and uncle. Right, living with aunt and uncle. And who are not married. Who are not married. No. The first thing you think is maybe these two are married. No, and then brother, you realize, they're no, they're brother and sister. They're brother and sister. And they are both brother and sister to Tavi's mother. Yes. Correct. Who's dead. Yes. Who is, who is now dead passed as away. As well as his father <laughs> is unknown. He was a soldier. In he, was, he was conceived in the war camps. In the right. war camps. In the war camps. So he's living on what's called the Steadholt. In this case, it's Bernard Holt. Well, I mean, but having having yep. read just the first book, there's lots of hints in there for the observant reader. Oh yes, if, if you've ever Tavi has an interesting lineage. If you've ever well, yes. read fantasy before, you know that the all the orphans. signs are there. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing that I would say is, broadly speaking, 
you don't write six books about nobody. Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> well so, no, you can write no, people six who are books do... about nobody who becomes somebody. They right. don't necessarily have to have an interesting lineage. I just think that the author is laying out little hints and signs. I've got more to tell you. Tune in next yes. book. Yes. Sure. Right. Yes, there's sure. several oh. There's several times in the book when they did that, when the brother and sister uh, is have, on have a, significant is... one-liners. Yes. Right. Uh, right. At each They're other. coming for the boy. I don't think they are. And then they just move on to the next topic. Exactly. Like, what? what? No, no, no. Back up the truck. What the hell was that? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. What are you saying here, people? So the universe yeah, is amazing. Alara is a this kind of interesting conglomeration you're living on. It, it's not a landlocked nation, or it is a landlocked nation. No, it's not. It has an ocean on one side, mm-hmm. and it has more plains on the other side. And there are mountain ranges that kind of seal it off on the edges. And one of the areas that lets out onto these plains where a lot of these barbarians live the um, is the Calderon Valley, which is where we meet Tavi. He's been raised here. It's kind of a, a roughneck part of the woods. It's not in a city. He's not sophisticated. He's been raised on a farm. Things that they uh, have, though, are the Furies. Yes. And talk about the Furies for a minute. Well, the Fur- what, what really interested me about is the structure also. The Furies and the structure that of how... What Bernard, Bernard Holt is, basically. Uh, what are the rules what of this world? What are the rules world? of society of this world? And, one of and them nature. Is, I'm sorry? Society and nature. And nature, yeah. yes. So one of the rules is that people are born with um, what they consider the furies. And there is fire, water, metal, wood, air. air. Yeah, that's it. Earth. Earth, Earth was yeah, the I'm sixth sorry. one. Yeah, so there's six. And every person, to every person, they are... Specific, so you could get one, you could get five, you could get seven. You know, it, and you I mean, can get them six. to, and you can get them to varying strengths. It, to varying strengths, you right. could be really, really weak in air, but still have some connection to air. But then, very strong in metal. Now, right. it's not merely or, wielding the elements directly, though. You have an affinity to world spirits. Yes, correct. And Which you is actually neat. bond with named specific. You partner with. A the, water spirit. The strong ones. Right. The strong ones, right. yes. The, the strong spirits, yes. The strong. I like the way Jim Butcher teaches you the rules of his universe conversationally. Yes, yeah. that's really good. Right. There's no soapbox moment where someone stands up and says, okay, here's how the world works. Right. He just has you witness some interior monologue and has you witness some events that spell out to you, oh, by the way... There are water spirits, and some people have an affinity with right. them. And, oh, a few chapters later, oh, there's Earth ones, too, and this guy's very strong in the Earth. Oh, yeah, and he also has some affinity with woodcrafting. And slowly Which it's, teaches it's, you, it's, by it's the way, It's rare to have work. a strong affinity to more than one. To have a... That's what it came across to me in the first book, right. is mm-hmm. that it is... You're considered particularly powerful... Mm-hmm. If you have, for example, named Furies in both Earth and Wood. Yeah. Which or Earth Uncle Bernard. Or Uncle Bernard is very Does. strong. Right. And they also make a comment, someone makes a passing comment about says, well, you know, he he could almost be a citizen. citizen. Right. Mm-hmm. The implication being is we're gonna meet people later who are freaking powerful, powerful. because well, these people are 
lower class citizens because they have no. They're, they're not even citizens. Right. They're these lower are class. These folks out cast. here. Well, these are the frontier men. Right. right. They're freemen, but they're essentially they're still vassals. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're working. Much, they're yeah. working a bit on an, an adapted feudal system, from what I can so. tell. You've got vassals who don't hold land. Right. You've stead got holders. stead holders who have been granted land. Right. Then you've got counts. relative levels of lords. Yeah, right. Counts, count, high lords. lords. Yeah, and then yeah. high lords. That's about as, as you work your way up. Book and all we see in some, this book yeah. is that. And level. somewhere in there is a line where you're granted citizenship. Right. And being a citizen does grant you additional rights, legal rights, yeah. capacities. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that comes clear as you move along. And, for example, they make a comment that, um, well, the, the steadholder Bernard is within his rights to do this on his land because on his land he's a citizen. Right. Right. He's the only citizen on his land. So it's really interesting to kind of watch that, that play out where they set up that whole feudal system and they create this, this environment of, okay, so there are certain places where I'm just, I have no power, no authority. Right. So, so pure we, we spend some time spelling out, you know, here's the magical, mystical aspect yeah. that these people take for granted. And it's just that how everyone has. Everyone except... Except for... Tavi. Tavi, our right. protagonist, our He is a orphan. freak. He he's, is considered a, a freak by the yeah. less than generous he, people around most, him. Most would have had their furies manifest... By now. Way by now. Yeah. Right. Typically, I mean, the latest they... Arrive is puberty. Yeah, right. so they're, is they're talking about thirteen years old. I, I think they specifically say that in the book, and he's already fifteen, 15 and has no and furies. has no and furies. has absolutely not even right. weak furies. So, so there's yeah, your backdrop. Well, I, I'd say yeah. okay. So we we've met Tabby. He lives with his uncle uh, Bernard, Bernard, and Aunt he Asana. also lives with Asana, who is a very strong watercrafter. And they tend to put if you're very strong at one thing, they put crafter after it. Right. So you're earthcrafter, watercrafter, firecrafter, whatever. Right. So she's very strong at that. Um, and those are the three that live in Calderon Valley. Right. Now, Parallel storyline. We have other storylines going on. We have Amara, right. who is a cursor. Right. Is a, a, awesome. A newly, newly fielded yes. cursor. Newly minted cursor. Actually, she, her, her, she is her quite final trial. not a cursor yet. Right. She is an academic. When she is when we first meet her, yeah. When you first meet her, she has not graduated yet. She is on her final mission with her teacher, with Which her, her Patricius. Exercise, yes, basically with Fidelius. Fidelius, who is her prat, pat, Patricaris? Yep. Patricaris, yes. yes, that's the way it needed to be said. And they're on a basically the cursor is the spies of the right. Realm. They're actually officially considered mail carriers. Yeah. These are the mailmen. <laughs> yes, the, the messengers man. of this. They realm. are in fact the MI five, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much, and yes. or CIA of their world. Yeah. And they they basically carry. Um, they do the first Lord's work, essentially, and they carry all the information back to him, and they will obey his orders up to and including sacrificing their own lives or killing others. They're the first Lord's eyes and ears. Mm-hmm. Yep, across the realm. Yes. So Amara, you open meeting Amara, and the very first thing that happens to her is she's betrayed. By her And captured. Yep. By a group of rebels who are planning on... Upsetting the balance of power in the realm. Yeah, not now, happy with the current first lord. 
they have raised multiple legions mm-hmm. in secret. And mm-hmm. incited the barbarian horde, the Marat, right. to come invade to, quote, prove how little power the First Lord has, the, end quote. The Marat, who seven, 15, 17 years ago... Mm-hmm. Invaded the Calderon Valley with we'll say, the intent. We'll say fifteen years with ago. The, with yeah. the intent of sixteen, actually. Yeah, yeah 16, with with yes. the intent of storming Alera and destroying the nation, essentially. And, and at this point, killed the first lord. The first lord's son, son, which the was princess. the Septimus. only Septimus. Septimus. Yeah, Gaius was, Septimus is his name, which was his only heir. Right, right. And he's now basically past the age of being able to father children. Has a very young and devious wife, um, who he married just for political reasons. For political reasons, yeah. and yep. has not Try, trying to keep heir. trying to keep the trying to keep the things quiet. He's okay. he's a politician. These it's interesting about this is the House of Gaius. You know, there's quotes in in the books from the different Gaius, and they are obviously named. You had Gaius Primus. Secundus, Tertius, Quartus, Quintus, Sextus is the, the current, grandfather. Current yeah, the, lore, yeah. lord. Is the current reigning lord, yeah. And yeah. his son, Septimus, yeah. killed by the last Marat invasion. Now, the Marat, not human. Yep. Uh, humanoid. The human, they're human Cat-ish like. But they no. have some yeah. features of. Well, they, they have an interesting where they bond with particular beasts right. and take on aspects of that animal. So the, the wolf clan will have fangs. Yeah. And, and so on. Right. And the, you know, they, the guys who ba- uh, bound with the Gargant are incredibly strong and very big bull like and, and tremendous creatures. stamina um, mm-hmm. associated with them. And so what was interesting about the Marat, the barbarian horde, is that they don't think like we do or they don't think like Alarans do. Not at all. They don't think um, they believe that uh, that your Chala or your animal your single animal and that you bond really, with it's not always an animal it's your who it's the thing you bound yourself to it's yeah. almost a, a, a it's a this is a it's a learning connection their whole yes. race whoever they whatever they are seems to be based in learning. learning it is and their whole goal by binding themselves to these different creatures is to learn about that creature to the extent that they grow as a species. Exactly. Yes. And so it, it is a very, very different. They have no concept of lying. Nope. They don't understand the you concept of... You are mistaken. Of, yes, they don't yes. understand the concept of falsehood we will have a or trial, deceit. We will have a trial of fighting to... And the one, the very Cylon-esque idea of the yeah. one true god, because the Alarans have their furies... And the Marat are have no connection no with the Furies, are furyless, and have their concept of the One, right. which seems to be almost a nature or a power, some, some sort of, of universal yes. power. But they will, you'll have a trial by combat before the One, so they wait for the sun to rise because it's basically a sun worship kind and of. And it's an idea. not always combat; it depends on your clan. Correct. Yeah, you don't There's have some to kind fight. Of trial before the One, right? To determine which of you is mistaken. Correct. And the winner uh, dictates. The decision that will be made, or the or the action that will be taken. So, Tavi. Well, let's dive into kind of where we're at. Yeah, Amara gets betrayed by Fidelius. Right. She is manages a daring escape. Yep. She gets out of this camp full of uh, folks that are very antagonistic towards the first lord, and she heads towards Alderaan Valley. She communicates (laughs) with the first lord. Yeah. Right. Tasks her with the mission of go to the Alderaan Valley. Communicate with the first lord. 
immediately. No, of course he has to. Wife talks to the wife first, and the wife is saying, "Ah, you don't need to talk to him. He's eating. I'm not going to." I'll deliver the message. She's like, "Oh, you are so in on it." And she keeps telling him her academ, 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 like you have absolutely no authority. You have no standing. Right, right. And the author could have painted. Bad guy in larger letters over her head. <laughs> yeah, much. I think, yeah, she definitely had bad guy. She definitely was the the not really the woman scorned or the woman wronged, but no, just the woman, the, devious. The, the woman yeah. devious. Yes, yes. the the um, manipulator. So luckily, Sextus shows up yep. and says, "I got it, thanks, babe," and kicks her out of the room. <laughs> Pretty much. Kicks her out of the call. Yeah, See kicks ya, her honey. off the call, and um, they talk to each other. I'm sorry, and honey, I, got, I got Fury waiting. I'll, I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> so, and this Sextus is all actually, real quick. This is all done with watercraft. With of course. watercraft, that's how they talk to Communication each other over long distances. Long distance. Over long distances via watercrafting. Short distance, you can listen in using aircraft. Right. Um. Lots of neat abilities that he spells out during the uh, uh, course of the novel. Uh The First Lord tasks her, okay, you're now a cursor. You've graduated. You passed the test of not being killed and or betraying me by your uh, teacher, who I really suspected the whole time. Right. This was just his chance to prove his colors. Okay. You go to the Calderon Valley, figure out what's going on. And at this point, she's been beat to hell. I mean, she had to... She hasn't slept for like two days. She's she's, she's an aircrafter, so she's been so flying. She's been flying, so she's exhausted. She hasn't eaten. I mean, it's just a ridiculous amount of work. And then and he asks he asks her to do more. But and, he and, says, "I'm going to help you because he is he is the Lord of the Realm and one serious crafter." And he holy crap! The entire weather system of the entire region to give her a favorable wind to blow her into Calderon Valley, which, by the way, the small side effect will be a massive storm that you need to land during. Right. Have fun storming the castle. Bye. Yeah. So, yeah. So off she comes. She arrives. Her whole goal is to figure out what the plans are. She now has to go in and dig and find out exactly what's happening in Calderon Valley, which she picked up from her spying while right as she was being captured, um, and figure it out and try and dismantle it. Yep. One woman. Real quickly, though, what you mentioned before, your first impression, I thought right. she was a very strong character throughout the book. And, yes. Oh, definitely. And- yes, it was. She was. She was the next woman that I met yeah. and I was like okay when she runs when she runs and jumps off that cliff yes and takes off flying I'm like all right I can keep reading this. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. so during this time that she is flying to the Calderon Valley Tavi on the other hand um, who is a sheep herder with his uncle was supposed to be taking care of some sheep but because of the said girl who kissed him earlier promised to get her flowers uh-huh. for her hair for this party for that this they're supposed party. to be having and unfortunately yeah. could not do both Ended up not bringing in the sheep. So he is sneaking out early in the morning trying to go get them back. Right. He's a shepherd who didn't bring in his flock. Uncle Bernard catches him at it. They go out together. Yeah. Stumble across the advanced scouts of the Marat. The Marat. Uncle Bernard, having been a veteran of the last war, said, Holy crap, there's Marat in the valley. This is not good. Oh, look, I've been horribly wounded. Yeah. Uh. 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 Yeah. Take it. (laughs) Bernard's earth fury begins carrying him back to the to the, Both to the hold. Them back. Right. And but the Marat are pursuing and so Tabi breaks off to lead them away yeah. into the clutches of the oncoming storm, stumbles into and saves Amara. Amara. Or help together they save each other. And 
Amara begins to realize, okay, this kid's got information that is yeah. right in line with what I was sent here to do. Right. Um, because they end up taking shelter in the Princeps Memorial. Right. Mm-hmm. They wind up back at the Holt. Amara pretending to be a slave for a little while. Realize, okay, Fidelius and all the evil people that he hangs out with are now here yeah. to stop this information from getting out. Well, that means they're going to kill all of us. Real quickly, before that, Bernard does make it back to the Holt. Yes, and, and his healed. sister pulls off a healing that basically kicks him from the brink of death. Right. And which almost is kills very, herself in which the is, yeah. Which is very difficult to do. While stopping a revolt at the Holt. Yeah, a lo- right. local Which po- is going local to be storyline Well, this eventually. is this is a yeah. recurring thing that I actually found somewhat annoying about this author. Okay. Is climax, resolution, instant new set of problems. Apparent climax, nope, new set of problems. Climax, nope, new set of problems. Nope, <laughs> climax, nope, new set of problems. And over and over and over. We're not progressing. We just brought in a new challenge from a different vector to sidetrack you. And life sucks. It, it got. Yeah. <laughs> it... But it's like, okay, could this be a little more contrived? Yes, I get it. It's going to be difficult for them to. <laughs> oh, look. Something he'd never even mentioned before has shown up and is stopping them from getting their stuff done. It well, got a little old for the, me. The the simple, you know, the real, the idea here is that the lesson that you learn is that Tavi is a boy who, growing up without Furies, has never learned to depend on them. He's completely to do, resourceful. To do his thinking, to do his fighting, to do his hiding, to do his strategy, to do his... Nothing that he knows, and he's good at what he does. He's Everything that he does, and he's very, very smart. He has had to do in a world where everyone else has an advantage ha- has an advantage over him. So it, you paint the picture of this boy who is incredibly capable, incredibly isolated, and all he wants is to be normal. Yes. All he, and, and accepted. And All he, he wants is to be. be accepted. And he knows that he never will be. So his whole drive through he the whole book. Get, he wants to get to the academy where he can refine the skills he does have. Right. And he can be an engineer well, or he, he can be an architect he or he can be something. romantic view of the academy. Of the academy. Of yes, he it's, does. It's the place where your mind is what carries you through. The academy, like. The academy that Luke Skywalker wanted to go to off of Tatooine. This is sounding very familiar. There's one son on this planet, but yeah. Well, and I mean, there's all of these. There's, there is the setup. It's a very complex storyline. A lot of interwoven pieces. Yeah. You Nothing learn, is throwaway. You learn, and none of it is throwaway. Well, and you learn a ton about the universe. Is completely significant. In, if we do something major in this first book. Well, we've covered some of the major ones, but. In terms of whose head you're in, you're in the head of Tavi, you're in the head of Amara, yep. you're in the head of Asana, and you're and in the head not- of Fidelius. Yeah. Which yeah. is, what is, because he gives you the perspective of the bad guy. what's going on in the other parts and, of the world. And the villain is the hero of his own story. Yeah, he does. Absolutely true. He certainly does remind you of the fact that, that no one believes themselves to be a villain. Right. He's he a patriot looked, as far as he's concerned. He has looked, he is for Alara and believes that sacrifices need to be made to remove the House of Gaius 
so that Alara can continue to grow. Yeah. He sees Gaius and that house now as stagnating and destroying the actual the, the, the capacity of Alara as a culture and a nation. You don't and really so get shown that in this book. He well, is well, there's little things. He he was disappointed that Amara wouldn't you know, he was disappointed and he was hurt that Amara wouldn't hear his side of view. Right. He um in this book He's a very practical man. He's got, what, 50 years of experience as a spy? I know who needs so, to die and when. I, yes. and, and I know how to do it with the least amount of fuss. A very strong woodcrafter and earthcrafter. I awesome. found him to be infuriating as a character. And oh. I think you won't after if, when you keep yeah, reading. The rest of us have read the whole series. In so. this book, he is absolutely untouchable. He is. He walks into every situation... And gets exactly what he wants or needs out of it and survives it and breezes out of it again. He's a 50-year-old cursor for the realm. And man, a, does it show. He's a master spy. Yeah. Yep. Master manipulator. Master. And, and In this he's... book, anyway, nothing yeah. that they throw at him sticks. sticks. No. Well, and he's and, also and, got and a group does it of sting. people. Well, no, it doesn't stung a little bit. I, I think that stung him. I think that stung him emotionally. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't get physically hurt. He doesn't Wait, get. He's, he's he really does. He gets, but he gets he gets healed very quickly. He gets, well, yeah. he, okay. gets, he gets away. So, <laughs> so he, he endures all kinds of hardship. Yeah. He is he is a bad ass. Talk for a second about. You see, Earthcrafters, mm-hmm. very strong. Oh yeah. Right, but it takes a while for Earth to get moving. It's slow moving. So they can build buildings. They can move mountains. They can do really amazing things as Earthcrafters. Watercrafters obviously can move water. They're big you know, healers, and, though. And they're huge healers. Well, it's because they're moving blood. Yeah. 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 And they're basically manipulating. And then you come in, firecrafters. You meet firecrafters at some point along the way. I don't know as you meet yeah. too many Brute of them in Force, this book. fire mage kind of a... Oh, oh, yeah. the sons of One of the, the sons. Uh, yeah. yeah. Who's a firecrafter. Also the, the count you get, is a firecrafter. He's yes. Just, he's wood just not his best. Woodcrafters are excellent at hiding themselves and hunting and manipulating and hunting wood itself and manipulating wood itself they'll make your yes. bow attack you yeah metal crafters wicked metal crafters actually get to be the best swordsmen Yes. And the best, because they understand and they speak with almost they bind almost with the metal that they're working with. So Aldric Aldric well, let's explain another bad Aldric guy. Aldric is. is another bad guy. Aldric is He's an ex-soldier. Um, he is a contemporary of the prior prince. Um, he was one of his. Uh, yes. Yes. He's in he, was, with he was. He was one, one of. of he was one of his guardsmen. Mm-hmm. And there was an altercation, and he was left behind when the when the prince sent out was went out for the last battle at Calderon Valley, and so and Aldric at that point basically became a man with no king and walked away and became a mercenary. And he is badass, incredibly badass with his sword, incredibly just pure warrior. So if you picture a class, a warrior class, he's got it. Odiana, his his lover, lover, watercrafter is insane out of a freaking mind and incredibly powerful. And she's a very powerful watercrafter, and she is just mad. And so their interaction and watching the two of them, where he is obviously the indulgent 
Yes. Almost sugar daddy. Yeah, yeah sugar daddy much. is the way to describe well, he it. Can constantly shows he has no emotion mm-hmm. except when it comes, when it to, comes her. to her. Except right. for her, she, he's willing to dote on her. Or and it's interesting from in these segments, you're in Fidelius's point of view. Yes, and his constant reaction to her is, "Got to keep an eye on that one." Yeah. yeah. I need to make her. Dead. She's crazy, but she's crazy smart too. Yeah, and, she and knows. His, he rapidly gets the decision. Yeah. I need to make her dead somehow. Yeah, without, she's without she's getting Alaric without to kill pissing me. off. They're getting Aldric to kill she me. She needs yeah. to get out of the equation because yeah. she's going to mess things now, up. Now, the best thing about Aldric and my favorite <laughs> thing about this <laughs> book this, yeah. uh-huh. is the fact that he did have a major fight against one of the other great swordsmen of the realm, mm-hmm. Arius, Which he lost. and he lost to him. Right, but everyone he fights from now on, he basically comes in the fight and goes. You're not Arias. Therefore, therefore, you're nobody. I own you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, right. and proceeds to demonstrate how much he proceeds owns that person. Proceeds to own them, yes. And he does that constantly through the book. To show, and he, he is an unstoppable juggernaut. Yeah. And people will come to him like, I am a lord, I am a citizen, I'm a, I'm a metal crafter, I, blah, blah, I will take blah. you, I've goes, proven myself. You're not Arias Val- Valerian. Mm-hmm. Arias Valerian, yeah. You, yeah. You, you basically do not merit my attention. And he proves, he proves every himself time. every so, time. Until... Until, as we progress through the story, uh, at this point, we've talked about Amara and, and uh, mm-hmm. Tavi meet up. We get back to the Sedholt. Fidelius shows up with Aldrak and Odiana. We're going to kill everyone mm-hmm. who has any information about the Marat to stop yeah. that information they from They don't want to spread the fact that the Marat are mm-hmm. mounting an attack force towards Calderon Valley. Amara flees with uh, Tavi, Tavi, Tavi and the local Fade. slave, Fade. Who's the local idiot? Yeah. Village yeah. idiot slave. He's coward. basically uh, works at the forge. Yeah. He works in the forge in the village, and he's been branded. A, he has the brand of a coward. Yep. Right. I'm really sorry. We are um, over time. Over time. Yep. Oh, no. I said, and I'm getting going. TikToks. Well, I mean, what's coming up after? Do we have? Us? Are we holding anybody up? Nope. No. Okay. okay. We'll just keep going Can for a little you, while. Are you then. be okay? No, I'm good with it. Okay. I just wanted to make sure Sweet. everybody knew. Yep. Let's go. So, so Wrap they flee because they're going to get murdered if they stay in this dead hole. Right. Correct. So, and basically, Amara has time for like two words with Asana. Um, beforehand, Asana says, "Have you come for the boy?" Amara says, "What the hell are you talking about?" She pretty much says no, and then no. kind of looks at her like, yeah. "What?" Like and, what? And yeah, Asana, and off they very go. antagonistic towards a cursor of the realm. Very right. antagonistic. Right. Significant plot point for later. Yeah. So yeah. So they neon neon neon. Okay. And, of course, at this point, Asana has concocted a plan to get the shoes off Fidelius because it's a ritual where you wash their feet, blah, blah, blah. Basically, so, delaying tactics. Delaying yeah. tactics. Delaying tactics. They run. They find out that they have... Tavi has let the horses go, so then they chase after. And then, first big wrinkle, they run into this other evil local holder. The fight, one who was trying to set up the revolution. Right. Fight with yeah. Furies ensues. And, First time you really get to see Furies in action right. against each other, too. And everybody winds up being separated. Right. Because Asana manages to overflow an entire river. Because she's just that she strong. She busts out massive amounts of watercrafting that even so, to her is like, uh, wow, that's a lot. Flood you all with freezing water. Yeah. So she creates a gigantic flood from this river and separates everyone. And at, at the point. same time, kicking out another very powerful witch from her river. Right. Yeah. Right. That was Odiana. Odiana, the crazy yeah. one, also a watercrafter. Who was drowning but, Tavi at the they, time. Yeah, yes. they throw down and uh, Asana basically flicks 
Odiana out of the picture. Right, but that's that's basically at that point you really think that that's happened because you're in Isana's territory. territory. Correct. She has bound with the Furies in this territory for you know her life. Yeah, twenty years, fifty years. This sets up the next mechanic, which is um, Fade and Tavi off one direction, Amara and Bernard off Off another another direction. direction, Isana and Odiana off another another direction. direction. And right, Aldrich and, and Aldrich, Aldrich, Aldrich and, and Fidelius off the fourth direction. Aldrich and Fidelius, bad guys. Um, Odiana and Asana, one of each. Yeah. Both water witches, both captured by the slaving, uh, raping bastard, Cord. Cord. Cord, yep. And the idiot, um, Fade. Fade and Tavi off to try and warn Garrison. And Which instead, is the keep. And instead captured by the Marat. Right. Yep. So yeah, this has been up Suddenly to this it's point. A whole lot of stories, right? Yes. You've got yeah. so you've got these four different storylines. So really quickly, who, who wants to tackle what storyline? Because we'll go okay. one, 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 one. So I don't know if we have enough time to do well, this. I'll, I'll do a, br- a brief overview of Alderac and Some Fidelius. Of okay, I'll they, they go off. The main thing that he, uh, Fidelius has to contend with from his point of view is the fact Alderac immediately wants to go after Odiana. It's his love, and he has to calm down and say, no, we really need to go talk to the Marat. We got a job here. He goes off to the Marat. He meets their leader, who we find out that the leader is actually the person that Bernard and Tommy ran into. Because Uh he kills one of, he's part of the Herdbane uh, clan, which is these... Big uh, giant birds, birds. fighting ostriches. Birds. Yeah, fighting yeah. massive ostriches. Only more brightly colored. Yeah. They go to talk to him. They, they basically come up with the idea that we need to step up our plans. They talk to their controlling lord, who is this person named Addis, and say that we need to step up our plans. We need to attack, attack the now. valley now. Convinces the Marat of this and starts that motion that they're going to invade the, the valley. So, in the meantime... You have um, Tavi and Fade mm-hmm. get captured by another band. Different yes. faction. Different faction. Of the Marat. Of the Marat. Who are somewhat trying to figure out, you know, whose side they're on. Do they really want to invade the valley? Is this a good thing? Is this right? Is this wrong? What's the right path? Mm-hmm. And they're kind of, if they weren't questioning a little bit, he wouldn't have had a chance. Well, so, so he's, he's you have, the, the leader of the band of the Marat. Subtly steers Tavi into saying all the leader right things. Leader of this tribe. This Daroga. tribe. Daroga. Yeah, Daroga. Steers, steers Tavi into saying all the right things to get himself a trial. There's there's two two things that go on here. You win the trial, and you've been proven correct, not mistaken. Right. You don't take part in the trial, or you lose the trial, and they eat you. Yes. To get your strength. To, to your strength. absorb your strength. Nom, 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 nom. Um... And so, which to some extent is almost a bastardized Native American kind of a, a thing, or a, an Aztec even kind I of. Agree. Thing. I agree. I had the feel Aztec-y when I read them very of Native American, very, very tied in. Yeah, definitely the noble savage. And so the trial comes up, and they pit Tavi against Daroga's Welp, Welp, Welp his cub. <laughs> who's um, not old enough yet to really be called anything else. She's not a citizen yet. Yes. Their version. And we're not sure she's a she at that point. She's right. not introduced it's, it's as... It's just a whelp. It's just, just a whelp. whelp. Yeah. My whelp. Um, 
So basically, they have to go into a valley of darkness, is kind of how it's described. I don't remember the official name of it. That's a shroom. And they have to go in, and only children can go in because the ground is very uh, soft and covered with this kind of glowy substance, wax-like substance. And the adults will break through it, which calls these poisonous spiders over. And so the only way you can get down there is to be a child of that kind of weight and size and sneak your way through. And the goal is each one of them has to get a mushroom. They're in a race. Get a mushroom, bring it back. The mushroom is the ultimate healing power, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. basically you can consume the mushroom. It'll heal wounds. It'll heal poisons. It'll heal pretty much anything. So they're very rare. They're hard to get. The person who gets back first wins. person who gets back last gets eaten. Um, except not her, I guess. Well, she, if she, she gets, wouldn't get eaten. She, gets, she, she wins her, her honor. She wins her honor, but she also wins a chance to pick her, she, which she thinks she gets to pick her tribe. Pick what, she, what gets, she, she gets to pick her clan. She wants to go with the horse riders. She wants to go with yeah. the horse riders, which is her aunt. Yeah. yeah she, her father she really likes gargants. Big oxen type. Oh, my God. They're huge. They're more like elephants yeah, in yeah, terms kinda. of size. They're yes. tremendously yeah. huge. They're gargantuan. Um, gargantuan. So down they go into the valley. They figure out a little bit of things along the way, little tricks. Tavi, again, very smart, very resourceful, not dependent on furies at all. They each get a mushroom. They're working pseudo together at this point. Mm-hmm. They make it back out, or they make it back to the edge. They've woken something up. That something comes out. It's unclear. Is it, is it a giant spider? Is it? I can't remember whether it was a giant spider form or a hornet form or what it was. It was very this thing, Large, nasty, this and poisonous. Large, nasty, poisonous thing comes out. They're both climbing their ropes separately. Large, nasty thing grabs the girl. Pulls the girl back down, stinging her in the process, cutting her, poisoning her in the process. Tavi goes back down the rope to get her. Because it's a girl. It's a girl. (laughs) And I'm an idiot. Um, No, Tavi just won't leave people. Exactly. Even though they're not friends... Because they've, she rags they, on him the whole time. They have helped each other to right a certain extent. She's trying to like knock him off the rope. She's yeah, pretty, pretty I mean, vicious she's, to she's him. pretty vicious, but he won't leave her behind. Goes back, manages to kind of distract this thing while the dad, Daroga, at the top, throws a boulder over the side of the it cliff. Drops a house on it, basically. Dro- drops a house on it, pins it to the ground, which allows them to get to the ropes, and he's Tavi is with her, and they pull her up. But before she's they, but she's she, dying. But that was down there. She was dying right. at the bottom. So he gives up his mushroom. He feeds, feeds her. He her. feeds her his mushroom. And then they. Yeah. So he's just committed suicide for himself and the entire Calderon Valley. Pretty much yeah. for a girl. For the girl. Because well, the who the, hasn't the, been the nice question, to him at all. The question that is being decided by this trial is: Should they attack or not? Whether the Alarans are their enemy or not. Right. 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 So. Um, Gives her the mushroom. She eats it. They both go up. She's sort of recovering. At the very top, um, she slips her mushroom into his pocket. Yes. Thus giving up her opportunity to choose her clan, but saving his life. Yeah. And saving his cause. And well. Yeah, and they would eat him. Yes, his life and his cause. But something happened during that. Yeah, it's very significant point. Yes. Yes. I'll let you go. No, you say it. It's yours. Basically, we talked about the fact earlier that the Marat tend to bond with, with creatures, their with their beasts, the things they're going to study. Um, she looks at Tavi, um, and they bond. And, and her eyes turn from Turn her green. Like Tavi's his. green. 
This is what happens to them when they bond with their creature is their eyes take on the aspects and characteristics of the creature that they bond to, the, the beast that they bond to. So um, essentially, she, her eyes, which had been kind of a, a flattish brown before, turn this bright, brilliant green, which is Tabby's Matching eyes. Him. Yeah, so they have matching eyes at this point. Somebody at which point she goes, ex- exceptionally important in future books. At which point she goes, shit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Basically, that was not supposed God to happen. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> so during this time, Odiana and Isana are now held held captives by Cord and his two sons, Bitan and Eric. Um, Bitan, no, Bitan died. Sorry, right. they killed Bitan. So during now only Eric thing. is available. Um, actually, Aldrich killed him, sliced yep, him Aldrich. up. Um, so anyway, so he's available. So what what they're doing is they're holding him cap- captive in order to make them slaves. Well, Cord has always wanted. Um, he wants to break Asana. Basically, he wants to. He's just not a very nice person. He's either. a horrible person. And Eric kind of throughout their conversations, you find out that the only reason is that he's there is because he has nowhere else to go. And at this time, they have been the whole valley has been kind of turning a blind eye to all the horrible things Cord has been doing. Anyway. Cord wants to break Asana, and it's not going to... So he goes through, and they talk about special slaver collars. Discipline collars. The discipline collars. Nasty piece of of magical technology. It's, well, it's metal crafting. It's metal crafting. worst. Mm -hmm. So basically, when you put... They put this on you, um, they actually prick their their finger. It's the blood bond. It's a blood bond. bond. You're only happy when your master is happy. You're only happy and when you're your master is happy. you're tortured when your master is unhappy. Exactly. So they put this actually on Odiana first, who throughout the story, talking with Asana, you find out has already had one on which her. Which is why she's out of her Which is why mind. she's insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, and because then, she's been a slave in a discipline collar before. Correct. So they have them held yeah. in a room where there's they're really hot, so they can't use any of their powers water to get there's, out. There's they're fire all around them. They're getting yeah. all the water out of their body. They give them tiny cups of water. Odiana drinks it all and tells her that the reason she drank it is because it's been drugged, basically, with, like, kind of a roofie. Oh, yeah. Sort uh, it's, of. Uh, deal. What do you say? A, a stimulant. Uh, kind of. Some yeah. sort of sexual Aphrodisia. stimulant, yeah. Like E, you know, whatever, yeah, something. Uh, some sort of drug to make her more. Receptive. Receptive. So. This is before the discipline collar. They actually come and they, they, they do rape Odiana um, to try to break Asana, letting so say, her know. Hey, what's we're, we're about to do to you? You're next. Yeah, they're basically they're basically court. using terror tactics on Asana at this point. Correct. So um, through you through the conversations, um, Cord's son Eric um, really doesn't want to be there. And they find out that the whole trial that was happening previous was because uh, Eric's, Eric had fallen in love with the other Steadholder's daughter. And someone caught them having sex and assumed it was rape but because they didn't see the guy they thought it was his brother and he really loves this girl wants to you know whatever so he helps Asana the son out capitalizes on this yeah sweet yeah. talks him to help me out with the help of the son the two water crafters escape yes right by um asana actually rupturing um odiana's ears, ears so, so she, she can't, can't hear the commands that cord is giving right. her so they make right. it all the way to garrison which mm-hmm. is the local Fortress where mm-hmm. the, uh, right. the count lives. Count lives. Right. Garrison is essentially it. It it is a gateway into the rest of Alera. Right. This so is the, this it, is the it, fortified it, point. it kind of it is the fortified point that is designed to hold off the Marat. Right. Um, they make it to Garrison through less exciting adventures. Um, Amara. Amara and Bernard. 
also make it to mm-hmm. Garrison. Mm-hmm. Uh, through a lot of radio people. And we oh, oh, wow. run out of dead music because we've so far over. Wow. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Stand by, I'll fix that. I think this is a I think this is a signal. Sign from God. We'll just wrap that up. There we go. So basically, go. throughout the time that they were they were getting to Garrison, they find out there's a little interest in them. Yeah, there's a little spark between little spark. Amara and, and Bernard. Uh, they get there, do a lot of beating their forehead against the walls, finally get the local lordship to agree, oh, there might be a problem just in time for the Marat horde to show up. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Great, we could have been ready for this, and we barely were. Right. Meanwhile, because Tavi won his challenge... And saved his daughter. And saved the the uh, herd leader's daughter. Has basically his own Marat horde now. Yes. Who are saying, yeah. we're going to go talk to these other guys because we think they're mistaken. Yeah. The one has has said obviously, you and said, <laughs> so we're not doing a test of intelligence on no. it. We're going to beat head. So yeah. Massive battle for Garrison. Uh, lots of moments of we're completely doomed. Yeah. and just getting their their <laughs> irons out of the fire at the last second. Yeah, and Tavi arrives with his own Marat horde, and they c- clash with the yeah. existing Marat horde until the two leaders throw down. Well, basically, yeah, Garrison finally falls. I mean, Pretty this much. was, they tried they're everything. They're fighting, they're, they the did Jesus everything they phones. possibly could, but eventually yeah. just the numbers and, outweigh them. And they're fighting in the streets. Yeah, They've broken they, through they, the they, gates. They're yep. fighting in the streets of Garrison. And, they are going to lose. And then Tavi shows up. The Gargants come in. They pound. Uh, Daroga shows up to challenge no. the other leader. Atsurak. Atsurak. And they Atsurak, go yes. and fight each other. Daroga's wounded by a poison arrow, but does manage to yeah, Total treason or total yeah. you know, sleight of hand and crap that mm-hmm. the bad guys managed, pull. During this fight, we see that, and remind me, who has the dagger? That was the very... Atsurak. Atsurak. the leader has, of the horde. Has, has the, the dagger. dagger Signet of the lord who's behind all this crap. Right. right. Lord Aquitaine. Yep. Aquitaine. It becomes very important. We must get the dagger because it's proof. It's proof. If you have that dagger, you can say this horde had that, blah, blah, blah. So the ending section becomes all about who's got the dagger. Who's got the dagger? Who's got the dagger? Tavi, of course, manages to get the dagger. And there's this, to me, completely annoying sequence of we've got it, we don't. 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 Oh, the bad guys win. Yeah. It's capture the flag. Yeah. Yes. Well, the bad guys. The bad guys don't win because all of their nope. plans are set awry and asunder. Granted, However, they don't, they don't they, get their big invasion. But they got away with the dagger at Adelius the end. Breezes in. Says, "Give me that. I'm out of here." Yeah. But and nobody this, lays a hand on him. He doesn't. This is one of my reason. favorite descriptions of a fight in the book. Yeah. Because I feel that. Um, uh, Aldrich has already now. Well, Aldrich point, already think, always thinks in squares. Yes, he, he's well. He's beaten down yes. everybody that's challenged him to get to Tavi, including Tavi's the Tavi. commander of the legions at Garrison. Another him beautiful metalcrafter. He's crafter. not Arias. Yep. Yeah. He, he's not in his way. Bernard, his uncle, who's very strong, gets taken out by Fidelius. Yep. Uh, Isana's neutralized no, due to the, uh, Alric takes out uh, Bernard. I'm pretty sure. Well, no. Runs, runs oh, okay. through his gut and throws right. him off the yes. wall. Yes, throws okay. him mm-hmm. off the wall. And then That's he goes right. through Amara, too. He goes yep. through Amara, gets the Tabby, mm-hmm. and about to sh- basically take his head off. Yep. And the sword is blocked by Fade, the F- slave. The, the idiot. idiot. Who looks up at that, who can not speak we've had, at all. We've had hints before now that there's more to Fade. Because he, he was, during the Marat episode, was basically yeah. guiding times. Like, no, Josh, don't talk now. Right. Yeah, exactly. It would, and he would mix that in. You also get the the clue when Asana says when Tavi's 
fleeing from Bernard Holt. Mm-hmm. And Asana says, take Fade with you. Yes. Yeah. Why would you take, take Fade? Take Why fade would I take the village idiot with it. me? <laughs> you need to take Fade. <laughs> take Fade yeah. with you. So and fade, fade basically blocks his sword. Well, fade blocks his sword and, bas- and, and says looks a great up what line. She never does. Looks right at him and goes, you've always talked too much. Yep. <laughs> and basically, and you see Aldrak look at him and go, you're dead. Mm-hmm. And yep. find out, no, he's not. And thus... Proving the fact that the long-thought dead Arias Valerian, yeah, Arias Valerian, living as a village idiot, right. and village, thus, a village idiot who scarred himself yeah. with the coward's brand, so that to no hide. one would look at him too closely. Yeah. Now he obviously has gone a little, a little insane over time. Yeah. Yeah. He's I, a little left. His cheese is not fully on his cracker. You can kind of <laughs> tell that. Um, but he can still but he can still fight. And he kicks Alaric's ass. And my one of my favorite lines is when he actually knocks Aldric off the wall. He doesn't manage to kill him. No. But he knocks Aldric off the wall and says Aldrich always did think in rectangles or squares. Squares. Or squares. Yeah. So all you have to do is make a circle. Yeah. Well, he yeah. thought in lines. So, he yeah, he thought, thought in lines. lines. Yeah. I thought, so I decided to think of circles. So what Arias did was he managed to cut the flooring away from yep. underneath uh, Aldrich. Aldrich. So that as yeah. soon as he finally had the strike lined up on Arias, he, the whole flooring gave out. He falls to yep. right. presumably his death, but at least he's out of the fight. So, right. yay, yeah. the Calderon Valley is saved. saved. Everyone well, gets big rewards. Yes. Except <laughs> Ararus at that point, Ararius Valeran, is roped about the neck, basically thinks yes. tethered, and pulled off the wall. And now you think everyone's dead. Yes. Yeah, yes. and you think everyone's dead. Um, the only reason, and so Fidelius leaves with the dagger. The only reason people survive and you live to fight another day is because Odiana, the crazy wench, the crazy witch, saves everybody, heals everyone. Yeah. And she does it because she owes Isana her freedom. And doesn't want to owe her anything. Right. I she says, paid in full. I hope I never see you again. Yep. May we never meet again. Off done. we go. Things are done. Yep. And the next day they all get, you know, they all get. The First Lord decides to come, give them all awards. Rewards, the big, everyone. is going off to the yeah. academy. Tavi the... actually takes off to go, go, go finish get... what he has started. <laughs> to bring the sheep, sheep in. To get the dang sheep. So <laughs> yes, when they call the his name, he is busy. Bringing the sheep in. Bringing the sheep in. And um, Fade ends up being bought by um, the First Lord. The First, uh, the first Lord. Lord uh, Tavi's uncle, uh, Bernard, is now... Count. The because count. count Graham gets promoted to Lordship. 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 So on, so on. Yeah. yeah so has, everybody has, uh, gets stuff. The big setup for the next yeah. book. And, and, and Isana becomes the first female, female steadholder. To be promoted to a, uh, the rank right. Yeah, right. without yes. having to sleep her way into it. So, so very, wow. very obviously set up for the rest of the series. Yes. Exactly. Right. And go. And cut to scene. Right. So. so. Sorry about that little So that took us an hour rather than half an hour. So we're going to have to work work on our... Yeah, tightening that up. We either have to plan on the fact we're going an extra half hour or or we need to adjust the other segments. Precisely. So this is our first time doing it. So next (laughs) week, uh, we will have a special guest joining us, Barry Smith from Mm -hmm. Ink Tank, webcomic, inktank.com. Check our front page for details on that. Send Uh, us any questions. questions. If you ever have any questions about... Web comics, how you get started, how you maintain, how you just do that whole web comic thing that is such a, a 
prominent presence and has been on the internet from the, the get-go. Oh, yeah. Um, your chance will be next week. So check out inktank.com. Check out our front page for information about Barry Smith. And join us next week for him live on the show with us via the miracle of the interwebs. Uh, join us on the web, vtwproductions.com. Send us emails, the show at alphageekradio.com. Uh, join our forums. Do all that wonderful stuff. And we will catch you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Grail. I've been Iolite. I've been Dexa. And we are out of here slightly late. <laughs> Bye-bye, radio people.